All right, folks, we're back, and um, I wish it was under better circumstances, but unfortunately, this is probably the saddest we're going to be here on Turn Off Your Mic. That's right, America's favorite podcast. The, the two board ops are taking over the studio. We're, we're taking back the mics. We told them to turn off their mics, but I don't know if it, I want to even use the mics this week, Creighton. I really don't. I mean, it's such a sad week, but I guess we're gonna. the show must go on, right? Yeah, welcome to podcasting during adversity. You get used to it as a Longhorn guy. Uh, you get used to it as a Cowboys guy. You get used to it as a sports fan in general. Uh, and, I mean, there's only one bright spot, and we'll talk about it. Uh, but, good God. Uh, this this is just the worst thing. To, this weekend started out with so much promise. And it and it started out, I think, we'll talk about it later and talk and popping. But it started off with you going to a movie, I think. I think that cursed us. I should have known. I should have known right then when that wasn't as good as it was going to be or well, supposed to be. I should have known that the next three days were setting itself I up think also failure. the fact that you went to a movie about demons, and so far you've been supporting demons. That's because not. That is so you not like true. You like guys like oh, um, here we go again. Little Uzi Vert you who, can't not talk and about Travis it. Scott. So you worship those guys, and you worship the devil stuff. So Nobody then you went to see that. Exorcist, and the the demons were like, "Oh, this guy." It's not the Exorcist. It's the Exorcist believer. Right. The Exorcist. Get believer. it right. If it's not going to be as good as the original, you can't call True. it that. True. And you went to see that, and I think they're like, "Oh, let's fuck over this weekend." <laughs> oh my god. So um, and it started for me. It, it latched on to me apparently the curse because I was having a good time up until uh, thing. Because guess what? The Texas Rangers, by the way. We're killing it. As you know, the Texas Rangers were in the playoffs. We had doubts. But they won 2-0 against the Tampa Bay Rays, and they advanced to the ALDS. So we're all popping champagne because we did not expect this. They get in. They win. We get in Saturday. I'm in, I'm in game mode right now. Saturday, I'm in game mode because for me, it was a great time. I know Saturday morning for you sucked. Yeah, I was up literally at 7 a.m. Yeah, and for like nothing. getting ready. For nothing. Uh, you're telling me. For nothing. You are telling me. But we'll me. get to that in a minute. But anyway. You're not going to find me, by the way. I'll just say this right now. There's nothing you could say that's going to hurt me. Okay. I'm just saying, for nothing, you got up that early. Absolutely. Uh, and you, uh, But that afternoon, I was watching. I'm like, ha, 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 Texas is losing. Because I'm a Texas Tech guy. I love chaos. Now, I don't like Oklahoma, and I wish y'all did beat them because I think Oklahoma – fans are even worse but that's beside the point i i do like the chaos of you guys losing so to me i was loving it and then the texas rangers won uh the game one in a a very uh very in big pitching matchup three to two was the final score Uh, it had me on my uh pins and needles my butt was going crazy i was just insane but they won so i'm like this is great and on top of it i thought i found love that's right, Crane. I thought I found love through your through. Uh, you want me to call? Uh, give what, me the name. Yeah, of it? I want to know what the app's called. All right, there's two apps I use. Oh my All god, right, there's two of them. One is called. It yeah. Used to the 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 original name for this app was called Minder. M I N D E R. M I N D R. But it's now called Salons. They it was like Muslim Tinder. I, I got nothing. I don't know anything about okay. it. Well, nobody does unless you're Muslim. But uh, is this an app store situation? No. Well, here's the thing. So it's they not. Got, well, no. Interesting. Me, well, l- let me tell you the story. So when they first came out, it was Minder. But because they got back, you know, uh, you know, back legal stuff, all that stuff coming after them. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, Tinder, like they were like, you're copying our name. 
And oh, they sued. Yeah, they sued the hell out of them. They're like, nah. Match, you, I think Match.com that owns all of the dating right. apps, they're like, nope, you ain't going to use our name. Oh. And so they had to change it to Salams. How uh, do I spell that? Salams, uh, S-A-L-A-A-M-S. Beside the point, I thought I found love, Creighton. Right. Her name, I'm not going to say, but... Her okay. name was uh, – As was, you can't resist. You're not anyways, the first person that's So here's the thing. We, we match, and I was in heaven because not only does she look good, okay. she she's around my age, but guess what she does for a she's living? She's 42? Huh? She's 42? I'm not 42, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Sorry. I'm 34, you, all right, you little, little tiny, <laughs> lubbock 10-year-old. Thank you. I know. Anyway, barely 26. I'm okay, huh? I'm barely 26. Okay, well, I'm Just... barely 34, so go <laughs> go fuck yourself. Good God, what are, are you ages? Now? <laughs> no, like, just... um, but anyway, so Whatever she's 30. I think she was 33. So we're You're around the one that the, wrapped your ankle on me. Continue. But guess what she did for a profession that really got me excited? And maybe this is my fault that I got excited for her profession. She was a surgeon. Where at? Well, she lived Did in Virginia. Say? She said she lived in Virginia. Mm. What's and, a surgeon in Virginia make? Let's look. Let's have some fun. Surgeon Virginian salaries. Let's see what you missed out on. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. While you do that, I'll continue. Um, find out. But, I mean, it has to be um, in, in the You know uh, what upper, kind of surgeon? No, that's the thing. I didn't get that far. Eh, it doesn't matter. We'll just look it up anyway. So, I, I mean, being a surgeon, you're, you're making, you know, dough. You've got to make some dough. More than what we, you and I make here at the ticket. A surgeon... What? I mean, it's it's right. I mean, oh wait, no, here we go. The average salary for a surgeon in Virginia is four hundred and twenty-seven thousand five hundred and seventy-eight dollars yeah. as of three weeks ago. And let's say cause so. she's a new one, maybe she makes half that, but that's still two hundred. So that would still be two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Okay, so like that, the girl is popping, and I would have been in heaven if I if we made this work. I mean, I could have stayed part time here forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because you know, I mean, I wasn't gonna bring home the bacon. <laughs> I was bringing home little weenies okay. with our salary. You can't afford those either. No, you can't. Honestly, no, <laughs> I couldn't even afford the fare today. That was bad. The um, Oh my lord. Anyway, but the point is, uh, <laughs> it was fun. It, 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 I was like, cool, we matched, and so we started talking. And Saturday, she sent me a few messages. She sent something even in our language. We were kind of fun, flirty, back and forth. And then it stopped for a minute. And I'm like, oh, did she get, like, disinterested or whatever? What I, I was like, whatever. I'll wait till the next day. Sunday, as you know, I run the pre- and post-game show for the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. So I'm over here. And all day I'm here. So from, like, 2 to 10 o'clock, I don't have time to be on the phone talking to somebody. You're but good board up. Exactly. I mean, excellent. It doesn't watch movies. I said, I listen, up. I watch movies. I have my ears still open to hear the commercials, asshole. All right? I'm a perfect board op. I may be an excellent, listen, I may be an An excellent excellent broadcaster, broadcaster but I'm a perfect board op. Okay, I'm the king of the board ops here. I'll bet. No, that's ham. That's ham. Yeah, there you go. Ham's got us beat. It goes ham, Tyler, you. Tyler's very technically sound, which helps him a lot. Yeah. I don't know why we're getting into that, but. I don't know, but I think it's ham, Tyler, than me, and then you. You didn't say that just a second ago. You I know. said, I heard you. Keep going. <laughs> anyway, so we were talking, and she said, oh, um, what what are you up to this Sunday? Because I said, hey, how are you doing? She goes, hey, it's yeah. on. What's up? I was like, not much. I was like, how's your Sunday going? She goes, it's going well. Uh, what are you up to? And then I, uh, before I could answer, I noticed she calls me while I'm in the, at the station. I'm like, 
And she's calling me through the app. This is a feature that I was looking at. Yeah. You can FaceTime people. Exactly. Like, you can FaceTime or call audio call as well. So she starts calling. And mind you, I forgot to say this. Yesterday, she enabled <laughs> it. And she goes, hey, when we get to, I was just enabling this. So when we get to that stage, we can both oh talk. Oh, my God. So I'm like, okay. So the girl, oh my look, God. you have to be down. And she saw my, now listen, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest here. I've gained some weight since the last photo. Careful what you say. That I put on. So I'm not. So. No, I'm just saying like I know my photos aren't like too like up to date, but I'm in the process of trying to lose that weight anyway. So I'm not trying to say like what I'm trying to say is that she liked what I look like. So at least she does uh, by by picture wise. Hopefully, hopefully nobody, hopefully nobody like grabs this because I know people listen. But are you suggesting that you catfish? No. Are you a catfish? It's not. It's not that bad. I'd you catfish? I'll go, here, I'll show you. The so video. you do catfish? That sounds like something. No. Oh on. my god, you catfish? It's not catfish. Wow. How's a catfish? Wow. Oh, hold, hold on. on. Just this. No, yay, catfishes. I didn't know. Okay, put. No. <laughs> I got Jay off. <laughs> you tell me, is that cat? Is that catfishing? Hey, <laughs> is that catfishing? I don't know. That's that's just me. I'm I've gained weight since then. How's that? That's not my problem. That I gained yeah. weight. I had to lose weight to get back to that. Wait, I want to see your profile. Go ahead. We're spending yeah. too much time on this, but I do want uh, to see this. Okay, so there's me, and then yeah. this one. Okay, I will admit this one. The way it looks, you're like, like 28 in that photo. No, I'm not. This was two years ago. This is 2021. This is when I first got hired as a ticket. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember this day. Here's the problem. The next one I show you might be a little bit catfishy. It's just the angle. Dude. It's just the angle I took. This is wrong. Because I'll this show is you. Wrong. Because I'll show you another picture from the same night I'm about to show you, yeah. and you can tell that there's a huge difference. It's just the angle. I gotta tell Monty you catfish. That's not. A, I did catfish. <laughs> All right, look. You're catfisher. You're, That's just the angle. Oh, I'm sorry. I know but I'm trying to put a good photo of myself, and I'm trying ten to ten years ago. How's this ten years? When, ago? When did you say this that was, was last year? There's no way. I swear to God, this is yeah. I've gained you weight. Even, no, 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 no. That's not about that. You don't even have the same hair anymore. That's a different hair. That's a completely different hairstyle. You trying to say I lost my hair? No, I'm just saying it's a completely Are different you, hairstyle. Okay. So you're just being an asshole right <laughs> no, now. No, I'm not. You're just trying to put me down. No, look, where's your beard? Okay, where's all, all right. your hair? It was a wedding. I, I cleaned up for a <laughs> wedding. You you wipe shit. Catfish. It's okay. okay but it's not catfishing. Oh. I've just gained some weight mm. since then. I just have not You think I'm going to put fat photos of myself on there? Isn't the whole point is to put what you look like? No, because like, my plan is this. What is your plan? So my when plan, they see okay. you, that, dude, you are literally defining no, no, the no, definition no, no, of no, 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 no. When they see me, I've lost weight by then. I'm in the process of trying to lose weight right now. Uh, and so when I do uh, lose the weight, uh, I'm going to be back to hopefully even better than this. Mm. All right. All right. I'm not. All right. I'm just. Okay. Okay. How'd it go? Okay, so it doesn't matter. We're, th this part doesn't matter to the whole story because she just saw those photos. So what happened was, remember I told you she enabled calling, right? Yeah. All right, so she enabled calling, and then I, the next day she calls. Remember, she said she calls. So I just sent this, this simple message, and I think I still have it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it verbatim to make sure that I, I get everything right because I think this is the, the this just makes no sense. 27% of online daters say they've been catfished. I am talking to a 27%er. Shut up. Wow. All right, here's the thing. I said, hey, Salam. This is exactly how it went yesterday. Salam, how's your Sunday going? She goes, hey, Asan, I'm doing okay. Then she calls me. I yeah. can't pick up. Then I go, hey, sorry, I'm at work. Can't talk on the phone. I can text every now and then, sorry. But 
that's good. Any fun plans for today? Yeah. I about an uh, about an hour later, she sees this, and then it goes. She unmatches me, and at that point, I can't unless I pay like a gold a membership or uh, something. You or can't come back. I can't request a rematch or find out what only, went wrong. Can only the person that. No, she can't either. Oh, like so we're it's both. Done. We're, she's like, you're done with him. Oh wow. Okay. And I'm like, what did I say? Like. Wow. And again, it has nothing to do with what I said before or yeah. after. It's because I, clearly, it's because. She called me and I couldn't talk to her at the phone. Maybe she did some digging and found out you were catfishing. How am I? I just, I'm sorry. I'm I don't sorry. get why I'm a catfisher. You tell me. Well, because so, well, Craig, let me ask you this what? because you you you're such an expert on it now. Yes, all my photos on my Instagrams are up to date. What do you mean? Okay, you're about to, if you're going to ask me my profile pictures are up to date. Craig, yes. have you not gained weight ever before? What does that mean? Have you gained? Yeah, but I'll question. put a new picture up. Sure. So so talking about talking about. You constantly are updating to make sure that if you gain weight, you're telling me that even if you gained weight, you don't feel like, oh, so you're fat shaming me now. <laughs> I'm not doing You're fat shaming me. Nice try, though. I like no, that. No, you're fat shaming me. No, that was a good one. I felt, that, was, that, was, that was a good pivot. I, I, I've gained some weight, so I'm not going to update my photos because I don't like how I look. I want to start to lose weight and try to get better. You think I want to put- I can't put- fat shame you because I'm the one that was, I'm the one that was uh, motivating you to go eat the Fruity Loop dill pickle today, so- there yeah, you go. The, and, the, and the fried that, pho. So I can't be fat shaming you because that stuff's not healthy. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. <laughs> so aside from the fat shame slash catfish thing that you've accused me of, which again you call her, you already accused me of being a thief, and and a uh, and now you're accusing me of doing this, which I think I have not even close to done that. <laughs> now what do you think? Did what happened here with this girl? Because I think she was impatient. Flat out. And so it's her fault. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, yeah, I think it's her fault. I think I think that and don't she's you think like, that's all right, a little, I'm not going to. Don't you think that's a little too quick? Yeah, but see, you're going to find people like that on there that are going to do that. Not everyone, but like a lot of them are going to be like that. Like, yo, moving on. So. I even explained. I just couldn't talk. I'm at work. Like, what the, f- what, what am I supposed to do? I, I, Cowboys completely ruined your Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It was because of the Cowboys and, and the ticket. The ticket and the Cowboys ruined. <laughs> I could have been. I could have been in. Uh, in in glory. Well, it would have been it, not even the ticket because we wouldn't have no. We would have no show if there wasn't Cowboys. So it all just stems from the Cowboys. You're you're right. You could have called her if you were just doing regular board op duties. Yeah, flat out. I don't know what I did. This man apologized. I don't know what to say. Like I, I don't know what I did to deserve an unfollow. I guess you just move on and find and it can't because you're my thing. A lot of people are like, "What if she just looked at your profile and thought you were ugly?" Blah blah blah. That's Sheesh. possibility. That is a possibility. But why call me and then unmatch me? No, that's true. It's just the like call. The... See, the call, she had matched me during the me- yeah. during the messages. Then she probably got bored or she's right. like, "Now nah, I'm not feeling it." But it's because I didn't pick up the phone call. Yeah, hundred percent. But like the Cowboys, man, you got to get back into the. Check All right, the tape Mike, out. All right, Mike McCarthy. You gotta check the tape out. What do you say? He's going to not. He's going to acknowledge it. You're gonna have to check the tape out. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, learn from your mistakes, and you know, go one and zero the next week. Man, you learned. To, you listened to that Mike McCarthy. Uh, Only three thousand freaking times last night. So. <laughs> All right. So when you cut McCarthy audio for four hours. You you, you you tend to memorize everything he said. So this curse weekend continues. Um, for me, I lost probably the <clears throat> the my rain my uh what's it called? Call your wife. No, what Let's do you call that? Like far. when you when you were like your windfall. Like I lost my windfall because 
Your streak? My more no, like it that my uh lucky day like money wise. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost my retirement. That could have been my retirement right there. I see. Yeah, you're yeah. Retirement and, and I'm now I'm coming off as a gold digger probably, but you know, it's still that don't was, act like you're not shameless about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, she was she's cute. She seemed like a nice person. And she makes I, a lot of money. Yeah, she so. does. Well, we don't know. What if she's like one of those surgeons? I don't. Who cares? My point being is she denounced me before I even had a chance, and that, that's just wrong. Got me all excited for nothing. All right, well, I got cursed, you got cursed, but I think we both got cursed together because we're both Dallas Cowboys fans, and right now it's time for our weekly segment looking at the Dallas Cowboys past, past present, and future. It's time for Chilling with the Cows, literally... America's favorite Cowboy segment, sponsored by oh my God. by you if you want to sponsor it. Come on down. Email me. I know nobody has so far, but I'm still going to ask every week. Literally, and, all they did was chill. They didn't play. They just chilled. Yeah, the cows were very uh, so complacent. This is, this is very... They uh, were in the... Yeah, uh, what are the cows doing this week? <laughs> the cows were in the yard, and they just sat there. You know, it was one of those, those long, lazy... <laughs> Slept. ...Sundays where they kind of just went under the tree. You know when they kind of just lower themselves oh under the tree God. and they go that, that's what they were doing okay. that's what they did sunday night against uh, the 49ers uh the 49ers killed those cows they mm-hmm. mauled them they mauled them down with their pitchforks It'd be nice to be a niners fan uh, not even this I year i don't know i don't time. know you know what's funny we give them so many years they're good uh, can i ask you a question what? would you listen the niners haven't won since you know what's funny the niners and the cowboys have not won since the nineties, sure, but they've been. That's the problem. That's, but what's what's better, going and losing every time, or going not going at all? Well, we haven't uh, uh going and losing. I will really? take that. Yes, You're, you take that. Um, we don't have much to like. We haven't even made it to a. By championship the way, they've game, only been so. time out. They've only been to one Super Bowl since then. I would give up a lot of stuff just to go to a Super Bowl. Actually, I would give up a lot of stuff just to go to an NFC Championship game at this point because it looks like that is going to be hard enough to do this year. It might happen. You so, even know. What if the Niners get knocked out in the first round? Uh, you're not going to hear complaints from me. Oh, God, it's on. What is it? The highlights. Huh? The highlights of the game. Oh, speaking of, I thought oh. you were talking about Cody Rhodes up there. No, I'm talking the about American Dak, Nightmare. Dak, Dak Prescott's uh, terrible game. Uh, yeah, it was a – yeah. Oh, no, he's said something better about Dak Prescott. Oh, no. <laughs> See, people oh, no, lose. I was singing the Cody Rhodes no, thing. Okay. Well, anyway, um, the Cowboys lose. I don't even know what the score was. What, 42, 42 to, 10? to 10. Yeah, 42 to 10. It wasn't pretty. the Niners could not get to 60. Yes, that's great. The Niners did not get to 60. It got to the point where I was just seeing how many points they could jack up. They only got to 42. This game was over probably midway through the second quarter. Yeah, I would say so. Because early on when this game happened, there were moments where I thought, okay, Despite the fact that on that first drive that the Niners just kind of destroyed, sliced yeah. and diced their defense apart, there were moments where the Cowboys' defense three straight times stopped them in their tracks. Right, and they got to within 11 points at the start of the second quarter. I it mean, did, at the start of the uh, uh, third quarter. Yeah. It and was so only an 11-point game. It, it was still winnable at, right. at multiple times throughout this game. And the defense, I'll say this, as much as they did play bat- badly, and they did, they were – Times where I was about to like, oh my God, they're going to get killed. But they did have some moments where they stood up and did their job. The other side of the ball, I- I'm still looking for them. I don't know what's happened to them. It- they are MIA, and I don't know who to blame. Maybe blame everybody. But for now, I- it's either the is it the head coach and the play caller. 
Is it the quarterback who still hasn't gotten it done in year eight? Is it the offensive line who finally got back together, but yet they couldn't handle Nick Bosa on that beefy defensive line? Is it the receivers? Why aren't they getting open? Is CeeDee Lamb our only threat? Where's Brandon Cooks? Why is Michael Gallup all, you know, not getting doing much more? The running backs. Is Tony Pollard a mis- was it a mistake to go with Tony Pollard and running back by committee? There were <laughs> so many questions, and you know what? It I I could say yes D, yes to all. Because all, <laughs> D, of, all the above. Yeah, all of the above. Because good God, I don't know what to make about this offense. Yeah. This is it's not so different from the last two years. There's really no big changes. You even uh, upgraded well, you, yeah, you well. upgraded with Brandon Cooks from last year. So I don't know what's going on. Why are, why are they struggling, Creighton? Even though it was an 11-point game going into the third quarter, I do think the point of the time that the game was actually lost was when San Francisco went up 14-0. I think at that point it was going to always be a, a chase to, to get back up. And it was never going to happen. you think at that point, because we know how this so far through five weeks up or four weeks throughout this point, we know what this defense can do. But we knew that the Can offense. We? Do well, hold on. We? Well, no, I'm saying that's going to be a whole conversation. Well, we're going to get to. I'm talking about at that point. We knew what our but defense. I hold don't on. know, man. But wait, that's what I'm hold saying. Hold on, wait. But we knew what our offense was, and there was at that point 14 nothing. Did you not think that the Cowboys would not respond? Like there was no way this offense could score that many points because no, we, I didn't actually. Yeah, I didn't either. I was worried. I was like, uh oh, because you're asking Dak Prescott now to do something he hasn't done in almost two years now. The, that 2021 game against Tampa Bay where, yeah. you know, he lit it up and went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady, that a, that's a long time ago. He lost the game, but he was better than Tom. Right. That game is gone. That that Dak is ago. gone. We haven't seen that Dak in two years now. I, I mean, yeah, he might show up against a random, you know, shitty opponent. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I think the problem with this game, First of all, to answer your question, yeah, I knew the that, the one thing I was trying to avoid was going down two scores to zero. If that was going to happen, because it felt like when the game started, that it was going to teeter that way. And I was like, just avoid that mm-hmm. and you'll have yourself a chance. But the minute it happened, I said, great, this team is going to have the chase all night long and they don't have it in them, I don't think at this point, to catch back up and win the game. Not only did they not catch back up and win the game, they allowed 30 more you know, points. So... That was a problem. I think what this game in particular really opened up was all the questions you could possibly have about who this team is because as of Monday afternoon, I am not sure anybody, including the team themselves, knows who they are. And I think that this is the game because the problem is is you played a Giants team you played a Jets team, Giants team that's not good at all, Jets team that lost Aaron Rodgers. You lose to the Cardinals, whatever. Then you beat the Patriots. So for four games, you can kind of convince yourself, and I think we all were. It's like, oh, well, they've played really good in three games, mm-hmm. albeit who the opponents are, and they only lost to the Cardinals, and you could throw up the reasons why they lost that game, and there was a lot of injuries. And they're like, well, just wait till the 49ers. You'll get your test. You'll see your measuring stick. And... One thing that I know that I noted about I was driving up here last night to come relieve you because you can't work all night apparently, and <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. And yeah, throw me under the bus. No, nah, you worked eight hours. You could go home. It's okay. I'll tell you when you can't. But I was driving up here, and SiriusXM does. Thank the Lord, they they'll choose broadcast for every game. Oh, so you um listen to other things other than the ticket, huh? 
I'm not listening to Fox Sports Radio in the car when I'm listening to the when the game's on. Would you? Huh? That's what I thought. Are you gonna listen to Fox Sports Radio when the game's on in the car? I'm gonna I'm listening to something else. I'm just not I listen to the ticket. All right, whatever. Regardless. Sirius ahead, XM, they pick broadcast. Thank God that the Cowboys broadcast is one that they really favor. So you never really have to worry about it's always a crapshoot. Like when you're on XM, you'll have one game you'll have the game, right? You don't know which team's broadcast is gonna be. But regardless, there's not two on Sirius XM. Luckily, they love the Cowboys one so much, like they love the Patriots, because those guys are nuts. You ever listen to those dudes? No. Go listen to a Patriots broadcast, radio broadcast. You know what's about ruthless? Those guys will say whatever they want to like, whenever. It's Boston, hilarious. They're Boston people. What it's awesome. But so, anyways, so what did you- that's what I'm saying. So, I was listening to the Cowboys broadcast. They were mentioning this, and I thought this was a good point, was for the past two times we've played the 49ers, you could sell yourself on the fact that they were close games. Well, we lost, but... We went to the to the end with them, and we battled. And you could say one or two plays here and there, the outcome changes. This is the first time with the new measuring stick that you have to go. Oh my God, we are thirty two points worse than them right now, and that is a scary feeling because you no longer can say, "Well, we're in the conversation with the 49ers, who is arguably, I would say, most people would say they're the best team in the league. If you want to say Philadelphia, we can have that conversation, but I think most people are saying the 49ers are the best team in the NFL and you circled the date. They circled the date. You had been competitive the last two games. Like you mentioned, the team has not changed all that much yet. They go out there and they lose by 32 points. Now you have to look at yourself and be like, okay, who is this team? What are we, are we this bad? Are we did, were the three games that we won complete flukes? We played really, because now you got to look at it and go like, well, we played actual crappy teams. Are we that? Are we just going to beat crappy teams when you finally play a good team? You are you don't play actually good at all? There's so many questions now that I think Cowboys fans on a Monday have been left with. Can this team actually do anything like we thought they could? Or are they, are, are they bad? Are, are they not good? Because the offense is not good. The defense hasn't been all that great in good games. Uh, in the in the two games that they've lost, and when you look at the five game slate, there hasn't been a close game. You're either beating out really bad teams, or you're getting blown out by the 49ers. Yeah, and the, the the bad part about it is that it goes back to the same conversation you've been having about this team for the last two years in the Mike McCarthy uh, era, and is that they beat. And this is even going back to the Jason Garrett era as well. They beat their division opponents because for the longest time the Cowboys were the class of the NFC East. Right. Now, unfortunately, because they are the Cowboys, they screwed themselves <laughs> up in those division the divisions either way because they don't they're not repeat winners. But Mike McCarthy uh, and Dak Prescott they've been really good at beating up on the Giants twice, beating up on the Commanders twice, and beating up on the Eagles. So that leaves you at least six quality wins almost every year. Right. But when they venture out, they gotta go and the only ones they seem to attack are bad teams like they feast on bad teams but when it really comes down to those big titan matchups that we expect they 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 fall flat do you remember 2021 where they were on that huge win streak where that was the year that you know they beat tampa they beat the chargers they go on that big run win streak they beat the vikings they beat the patriots but that you remember dak got hurt with the uh, calf injury right and then after that they started getting playing some real opponents and then that november they went to hell they lost to the chiefs who uh, i think won the super bowl that year yeah um they lost uh to the raiders on thanksgiving 
uh, which shouldn't happen, that but the Rangers came game. back. They they lost the I think they lost the entire AFC West, if I'm not mistaken, because they lost to the Denver Broncos, who everyone thought, oh, they're going to win. The Broncos destroyed them. Yeah, they could not beat anybody outside the NFC East. The same thing happened last year. Last year away, they did something similar. They had easy opponents, but who did they beat? They barely beat the Lions. They barely beat I think Chicago. Uh, they and then the the Packers beat them. Remember that big whooping Aaron Rodgers did against the Packers last yeah. year against his Cowboys. Quality teams with quality opponents or with quality quarterbacks beat these cow this Cowboys team. So I'm starting to think they're a mediocre club that they can they can stay in the middle. They they can make the playoffs, yeah. but they're not good enough to go that extra edge because. And I don't know why. Well, the question of are you in the first tier or the second tier has officially been made. Oh, we're listen, has answered has been answered. Listen, if you right now, I'm not even like forget. Oh, if you if you're a Cowboys fan and yeah. you tell me, well, maybe we'll get the Niners in the playoffs again. Shut the fuck up, because <laughs> uh, that should not even be in your mind. You should be worried about making the playoffs. That's the Eagles, where I'm at. Because the Eagles are are five and zero right now, despite how bad they've you, looked. Those are two year games. So there you go. So if 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 the there are two Eagles games, right? Mm-hmm. Let's chalk those up to losses. Let's go ahead and chalk those okay, up to so losses. Okay, so that's two losses. So right now there. you're starting to get into a thing of four losses. Okay, and I haven't even like gone over any of the other games. You're starting to get into the territory of like tiebreakers. Yeah, well that and then like okay, let's say that there's like three or four more slip-ups. That's eight losses right there. It's starting to get Not even that. Let's say let's say you eat up, okay? Even and I I'm not even counting the fact that your 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 December schedule is already brutal as it is. Right, you're going to beat a Bills team, you're going to beat a Dolphins team, a Lions team. There's so many questions. But let's talk about the fact that they've already fucked themselves over one big way. And this is why you should beat bad teams when you beat them and that's why this Arizona loss is going to hurt you. You already lost to the 49ers. That's a conference loss. The Arizona, it's a conference loss. You have two conference losses right now. Guess what? You only have one conference win right now because you only beat the Giants. You beat the only two teams. The other two wins you have are AFC East opponents. AF what? AFC. AF who? AFC. There you go. That's what, what I said. What? What did I say? No, nothing. Nothing. Why are you questioning me? I question you. I question you. All right, Can you say AFC East AFC three East, times fast? AFC East, AFC East, yeah, AFC East. <laughs> Listen, don't fuck with me. I'm sorry. Okay, but no, my point being is that that is how ridiculous it's gotten. And now the Cowboys put themselves in even a tougher position. So, And then guess what even worse is now? The injuries. Well, three you got main, your butt beat, yeah, and, and, then and you, you got and, hurt. And you got hurt bad because here's what happened to your great vaunted defense. You already lost Trayvon Diggs. Now, Leighton Vander who is crucial for your linebacking core, he's out four to six weeks with a neck injury. By the way, a neck injury that he's been known to have and problems he's not, with. His body is not the best. So no. Four so to six weeks. That's probably Who six. knows what that, yeah. Who knows where that goes. And on top of that, you lose another, um, you lose Kevontae Turpin. Sure. Uh, your big. Uh, you lose wa- a ton of your guys your on the speed. receiving. Uh, yeah. Not on the receiving, on the. Uh, the special teams. Thank you. They're, well, the receiving in a special CJ, teams. Yes. CJ Goodwin, your special teams ace, is now exactly. Out for That's the a big loss. Yeah, the season. Who's somebody you were go- you were going to rely on for the next fifteen, you know, game or whatever it is? Sorry, third twelve games. So but. now you're going into Monday Night Football against a Chargers team. Who listen? They're struggling on their own. They have their own issues, but they're no joke. But okay? what is that going to? So here's before you even like go into what is that going to tell me if they beat the Chargers? Nothing. Like that can't you cannot and, convince and, me because, here's the, thing. because the, the game that you circled and the game that you were so high on 
you lost by 32 points. You lost by 32 points. I don't see how that's going to beating the Chargers, who, quite honestly, will they beat the Chargers? I can't actually tell uh, you if they're going to. I don't know. But what's I, that going to tell me? First of all, I'm going to say this. I don't know for the rest of the season. I don't know what to pick anymore. Oh, you're I telling don't know. me. Like, I, I would be, like, I'm, surpri- I'm going to be shocked Can if they win. Can you beat the Rams? I don't know. Hold, <laughs> is it bad for me to say that I would be shocked if they win another game this season? Do you, do you think I said badly? they missed the playoffs last night after last night, so – I think they might. After last night's game, I said they missed the playoffs. You know why? Sorry. And you know why I'm going to say they're going to miss the playoffs now? What? Because I think last night yeah. did more than the score. The score did more, uh, did more damage than just being the score. Of course, because it was the game. You went into no, this like, was it. If you went into this game and said they lost, but let's say ten or less, ten or points or less, they lost. They fought hard. It was just they're just they were just a little bit better today. They were just a little tiny bit better. You know those games where it's like a it's a really good game. Yeah. Right. It's a really that, good game. Exactly. They come in maybe like a field goal at the last second. You're like fuck. They lost, but you know what? Okay, we know we can handle these guys. Which has been the two times previous and, and facing more, the Niners. And more especially that's, in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, that's that, what that you're playoff, able to hang your right. hat on and the fact that. that. Exactly. In that last playoff matchup, you saw right. it was 9-9 going into like you the fourth quarter. You felt good about the past two because you were able to hang in there and you convinced yourselves but this, that you were able to roll with these guys. And now... The 2023 measuring stick that matters most at this point, because the last two don't matter anymore. 32 points. That's what you're showing. That's it's honestly scary is what it is, because I give them this. They're probably going to beat the Panthers. It's about the only game that I can think of that they have, you know, (laughs) what I was trying to say is this, because the way they got beat, not just on the scoreboard. That's what I'm, yeah, they no, got beat. Agreed. No, they got beat emotionally. I and, know. And I'm talking about, like, you saw – did you see the faces on the sideline? Did you see Dak Prescott? He was utterly shocked. Well, he was upset. Uh, CD was 100% upset. CD looked down for most of the game. None. Of, Micah Parsons had no emotion left. What They were frozen them? and numb. Hold right. on, let me get to this. Oh, okay. I, mean, I just really want to get this point out. Uh, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. No, what I'm trying to say is – I think it broke them emotionally, I'm, physically, emo- and, and mentally to the point that it's going to ruin the season. This is going to start a a tidal wave of negativity going forward. And when you add in the injuries that they've yeah. caused, uh, you know that hit the team already, that is going to cause more mental damage there. And now you're going to have guys that they're going to go on the podium, they're going to talk to the media like, "Oh, we're going to move on, we're going to move on." But you know how human thoughts are there's gonna be a few guys on that team maybe the lesser guys are like well fuck fuck this team like we're oh like you know how it I is love it. i've been in the yeah. locker room of a bad team right <laughs> and like the star players are gonna be like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna go beat south lake carroll and we didn't and we knew we weren't because we knew we sucked like yeah. a lot of the guys were like no we suck trust me and so that's gonna sneak into this thing i'm worried now for this season the ideal Super Bowl season, where we thought this defense was going to take us to the promised land, it's gone now. I'm sorry. It's doomed. So you'll find out. The good thing about your little situation is you're going to find out in seven days because if they lose against the Chargers, you can say, all right, this team's cooked. That's what you'll find out. The thing, the, What hurt them, to your emotional point, what hurt them so badly is not only did they lose by how much they lost by, the thing was, was this was the game that ever they themselves and – Everyone in Dallas that's a Cowboys fan was like, circle the game. This is the game. On the calendar, Giants, Jets, whatever, Cardinals, who cares? We got the 49ers 
on week six or whatever. Uh, let's go to San Francisco and do something about it. Everybody had it in their sights. When the schedule got put out, everybody was like, that's the game. This is what it's been leading up to. And you get beat so bad that Sam Darnold gets put in in the fourth quarter. That's where you ended up. That That is awful. That is awful. You got manhandled. Everybody looked bad. I will go down the list here in a second. We can start taking apart everybody. But I mean, we don't even have that, I'm sorry. Well, I will say this. I, you don't even need to go into They all sucked. Yeah, no, happened. but some guys need to get called out. Yeah. Like, Dak, it is, first of all, it is not all on Dak. That is not what I'm going to say here. It's not all on Dak. But it's at least a but little bit. we are getting to that point where if you're going to start throwing 10-plus interceptions a season, you're going to face criticism. And on the podium, like you were mentioning, when I hear guys like Dak saying, this is the most humble loss of my career, that is way more than just saying moving on to the next one. That shows you they feel it. And it was they, it rightfully so because you now have been put in a place where you can no longer say, oh, well, minus the Arizona game, we're still a top-tier team. We're still rocking with the 49ers and the Eagles. You can no longer say that. Now all I can say is, well, you beat a crappy Giants team. You beat a crappy Jets team. And then they they lose to the Cardinals, but they beat the Patriots by 35. So we're like, oh, my God. But then the Patriots lose to the Saints, who are a crappier team, by 34. So I was what th- can I even say? I know, because I remember. <laughs> I don't even know. I remember because we were we were broadcasting that game, the Patriots-Saints game here on the station before, you know, the Cowboys game. And I was listening to them like, yeah, they really – we thought Bill Belichick's loss to Dallas was bad, but this is getting pretty close. And I was thinking, wait a minute. That doesn't sound good for us. Now. I know. So the game's a wash. Like, it doesn't any, not do any it's good. It's like it's like, hey, I, I I beat up an ant hill, and the other guys like, great, I did too. Uh, and, yeah. and, and by the way, I'm bad. I'm worse than you are. So yeah, it, it, it's weird that we were like celebrating that Patriots win, and I was guilty of it because I was like, oh fuck yeah, we crushed them, we ruined Bill Belichick's we all career. Did. We all did. And then I was like, oh wow, everybody's crushing Bill Belichick's career. This is he just sucks. And I don't think anybody walked into yesterday thinking that what was going to happen happened. No, I, I really thought – here's the thing. I really thought they were going to win, but I also thought if they lost, it was going to be really close. I really thought that. And the fact of the matter is we saw a butt whooping on every level. It didn't matter. On defense, the, the, they got beat. They got burnt. They got they ran through. On offense, their offensive line could not handle that defensive front. And Dak Prescott made one some of the worst decision-making I've ever seen him do in a game. This was atrocious. And I'm sorry. I don't know how they recover from it. I really don't. I just can't see it now. This season, at least emotionally, I'm wrecked for now. You're going to have to prove to me that you can beat these teams. So I'm not... The jury is going to be out on this team until mm-hmm. the Philadelphia game. And even then, we'll see what happens. Rest of but, the season. Rest absolutely. Of the season. But if they beat Philadelphia, I will at least be up here and be like, okay, you guys got something. But if I'll tell you what. If they come out, let's say they beat the Chargers, they beat the Rams. God, it's, if they lose those two. We'll, but if they beat those two teams, but then they lose to the Eagles, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, this team is just a team that's just going to beat the teams below them. And that's not going to work because you'll never get there in the playoffs. So see what they do against the Eagles. If they can beat the Eagles, I'll at least be like, okay, maybe there's something there. Maybe there's not. And I'm not saying like Super Bowl. I'm talking playoffs. But 
if they can't beat the teams like Philadelphia, Seattle, and then like let's start going to December, if they can't beat Buffalo, Miami, and, and Detroit, then I'm just like, okay, well, there's no point of it. We got bamboozled. Craig, I'm going to stop you right now. Ugh. Right now, what you just said is all bullshit to me. This future talk about Eagles, Rams, uh, even going into Miami and Buffalo, I don't give a fuck what you just said. You know why? <laughs> why? Because it doesn't matter. Because the season is all dependent on Monday night football against the Chargers. Because you're going to have to take this one game at a time for myself and pretty much everyone in this fan base even the front office sure is looking at this. You're taking this one game at a time because just because you go out, let's say they go beat out the Chargers, right? Let's say they squeak by. Maybe, you know, they get a good, you know, moral victory. You're going to feel good about Wait, that? Wait, hold on. Listen, listen. Uh, wait, let me finish. Just, just because they win that doesn't mean we're all going to be happy. We're going to be like this. They beat the Chargers finally. I won't feel they did good something. About it. No, uh, we're going to be like this. Yeah, I yeah. know, but like that's it. That's not going to be. But we're I don't not know if I'm going to be relieved. No, no, I think no. I'm going to be like, the oh only my way, god. The only way, like this, even let's say they, ble- let's say they blow them out. Okay. Let's say they blow out the Chargers, ninety-nine to zero. Right. Let's say some ridiculous score like that. We're going to be like, oh, uh, where's this team been? No. Or where's this happening? We're not going to be happy. We're going to you know be like, I'll say, I'll be, I'll, I'll say this. If they were to do that, I would say, okay, this team is doing what we thought no. they were doing. They're no, no, beating no, 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 the no, Jets. No. They're beating the Giants. They're beating the Chargers. No, no, no. I would say so. Then I would raise my hand. Instead of celebrating, yeah. I'd say I'd raise my hand. And be like, what's wrong with the Chargers? Then, what's right. wrong with it? That's what my question but you would cannot, be. You cannot measure this team until their next big test, which is the Eagles. Because right now, well, the Chargers I don't know. The Char- are too- no, no, the Chargers are a big, t- a big oh, test. Oh come on! No, you know why? You know why this is going to be? Because you know what's going to happen? It's already built in. So what ha- what was the big cause against against the team's downfall against the Niners? Offensively was the big reason, right? And guess what? We had questions about Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy's play calling because Mike Mark McCarthy had questionable calls oh, in this game. That remember that third uh, the third down when we they went for the field goal instead coming out. And they oh, ran yeah, it on third and four, and it didn't go anywhere. And then they said, well, obviously you're going to go for it on fourth down. And then they didn't. They kicked the field goal. Right. So then why did you pick a really stupid-ass run call in the third, <laughs> right, in the, on third down? My question is, that led up to the Monday night matchup where it's, guess what? Kellen Moore is on the other side. I knew you were and, going with that. Well, that's what they're going to do. I get it. but You like, know I, Troy and Joe, uh, Joe are going to bring that up. I, and I get why they're doing it. But if this Cowboys team beats a 2-2 two and two Chargers team, I'm not going to be like, oh, we're back on we're track. We're not. Nobody is. But Not I, until no. I see you play against the Eagles. Even if the Eagles. Let's say, let's say they beat the Eagles. There's still going to be I'm questions. I'm not going to say you're back on track, but I'm, I'm going to at least say, okay, well, you can beat a 5-0, and 6-0 oh, and oh team. No, because, well, I wouldn't be happy. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to be happy until you have to string wins together for me. You have to if the, if they were to beat the Chargers, go on the bye, come back, beat the Rams, and then the Eagles. What if they lose to the Eagles but beat the Chargers and the Rams? No, I don't care. The, that's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that three in a row. You that's three. By the way, the Rams are no slouches either. The guess who they I'm just got? Did you, you see who they just got back? I know, but I'm telling you. Which, by the way, did not do good enough in fantasy for anybody. Chill. Be better, Cooper. Chill. So, <laughs> we don't do fantasy talk here. Oh, we do. I'm telling you this: if you beat a two and two Chargers team and you beat a two and three Rams team, let's assume they win their next game, three and three Rams team, but you lose to a let's assume they win their next game, a six and zero, oh, seven and zero oh, Eagles team. Are you are you going to sit up here and say? Oh well, it's all good because we beat the Rams and we beat the no, Chargers. It's not. No, it's still... because what your measuring stick is what against the Eagles? Right. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. No, that's I all agree. I'm saying. No, but my thing is this: even if you beat the Eagles, 
I still think that that Niners loss is so demoralizing. Oh, but you can at least say, okay, this team has what it takes to at least beat somebody that's better than them. Well, I'll tell you this. It doesn't really matter next week against the Chargers anyway. The, the Chargers is more of a morality thing because <laughs> – yeah, a, a boost, it's a mor- morale boost. That's what that that sounds like. That sounds like talk of somebody who thinks they're gonna lose. I already think I'm already put it in. I'm not gonna, gonna say me. anything, but I'm not disputing. I'm just it. saying they. It's gonna be a miracle on Monday <laughs> night if they win. Um, but regardless, let's say they beat the Chargers. Right. It's not gonna do anything. What I want to see is wins against the the Rams and the Eagles because they're both NFC opponents. One's a division player. One is an NFC conference opponent, which you need to get. You need to rack up those NFC conference wins. I need to see wins against the Eagles, who are undefeated, the Seattle Seahawks, who are very good, and the Bills, who are very good, and the Dolphins, who are very good. If you can win those games, I can at least say, okay. Now, if you lose all the other games, it makes no sense. But if you win those (laughs) games along with others, then I can say, okay, you're not – because right now, I think what everybody is thinking is, oh, you're only as good as you're beating the bad teams, but you suck against the teams that actually matter. Yeah, you're good. You're a mediocre team. So you have to show me that you can beat the good teams. And that's the the next. I'm not going to be satisfied with the Chargers or Rams win because let's be honest, they're not as good as the Eagles. So then let's move the conversation forward here. What went wrong and what is the problem? Let's. Let's dissect it. What is the problem with this Cowboys oh, team? Oh, dude, I think I think and they're. What, and, and we, there, I know there are so many problems, so I'll make it easier. Give me the number one problem. Oh man, I don't know about the number you one. You have to because there there has to be a glaring number one issue. For okay, you. I think if I had to put a number one, the offense is enough. They can't score as yeah. much as they need to. See, here's my and thing. they definitely can't score. In the I red think zone. I think the defense has promise, especially when they're healthy. That they can slow down, and we saw it against the Niners. There were multiple opportunities where the defense stood up, but when your offense is yeah. giving back the ball and putting you in those really, really bad situations, yeah. then of course your defense is going to struggle. This defense has a kryptonite in the fact that it is that it is small. And uh, yeah, that's a problem. David Newberry off the tickets pre and post games uh, show. You listen to the post game. Unless he said in the pregame too. He said in the pregame. Okay, because then he said in the post game. He did. I listened one on the way home. So you did listen to the post game. I did. I, what else do you think I'm going to do on the way home? You don't listen to like podcasts. No, I listen to. The, I actually listen to the station I work <laughs> I listen for. Listen to movie podcasts. Yeah, that's why. You, that's why you're here where you are. Ouch! Yeah. I listen to the station, just not on uh, Monday mornings and Friday I, mornings I, when I try, my podcast I listen, drops. I listen. I listen to the station. The only thing I listen to is my podcast and the ticket. I'm never now. In the it car. hasn't helped me in my career either. You're see, but, you sure seem to be in the car way more than I am. Oh, that's true. Uh, but regardless, David brought up this great point. I he think said, you secretly turn. Sorry, I think you secretly turn the radio on when you're in your house. There's no way you don't you. No. There's no, you don't miss any. You miss. I mean, sometimes there's too many things I'll you don't miss app. here for you to not I always have the, to be I, in the car. I put it on the app sometimes. Yeah, as I was say, because you're like, I don't listen to my cars. Like, no, there's too many things that you don't miss. That I'm like, there's no way that you've been in your car for. If this I know long. I'm going to be on air, oh yeah, I'm kind of an air whore. Okay, yeah, so, you are. Yeah, we called you that. Who who called me that? Who did call you that? Oh, no, you called yourself that, saying that I was suggesting that you were. You think I'm an air whore? That was the question you brought up about two months ago. Do you think I am? I think you like hearing yourself on the Of course, air. who doesn't? <laughs> Try it yourself. I don't like listening to myself. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I have a great, you know, my vocal tones yeah. are awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, they're sexy. I don't listen back to any music I make, and I don't listen back to any. I don't read anything I write, and I don't listen. Well, I mean, I critique, like, okay, before I publish We're going it. off track. Nobody cares about I'm me. just saying. Anyway, I'm that cool. David did Newberry. That it was a small back to defense. what I said, David Newberry. Before you decided to throw us off a Shade. tangent, he brought up the great point that the fact of the matter is this defense 
kryptonite is that they're too small. They're built for speed. They're built for pe- rushing the passer. But in terms of trying to stop the run, they are ill-equipped for that because great defenses also have the way those big, beefy guys up front. And the, the, the thing that will help you out is you had better linebackers, but you don't have that. And now with LVE gone, it's going to get much worse of that situation. But – I don't think the defense is the biggest problem. The problem is if your 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 offense. If your offense was actually a normal offense and could score points at a relative relative pace, then you wouldn't have these these problems. You could win these shootout games every now and then if your defense couldn't get it. You need to do that right. in the NFL. You have to score points. Yeah, you cannot survive NFL. in this NFL without scoring points, and this team can't do that. Yeah, they designed they designed the defense in a way that it kind of bit them to where they all are smaller, which doesn't help. But I think at the same time, there's been plenty of moments where the defense has given the offense a chance to go out and score and and they can do it. That's the problem. This offense. That's why that's the, that's why I keep saying that when they were 14 down that I was like, this is over because I don't trust this offense and this can get into a bigger issue. I don't trust this offense to put up the crazy numbers that, well, for lack of a better example, your favorite Tony Romo teams the back in the day and stuff like that, putting up 50 points. This is not that kind of team, even though they got – it's so funny because they got playmakers. That's the best – that's the funniest part about it. I don't know about that even. See, I, I believe that C.D. Lamb is a very good player. I do. I, do, I, think I don't he, think he's outside, being used properly. Okay, and yeah. And that's the thing. I think Brandon Cooks is a really good player. Again, I'm not, not quite sure he's being used properly. And I don't think our I think running Michael back. Michael Gallup's a good player. I'm not quite sure he's being used all that great. And their running backs aren't using. Yeah, it at and all. I don't think Tony Pollard's being used to his ability. And Turpin, I don't know about. I don't they know. finally used. Hold on. They did use Turpin. They finally used him and he got hurt, which yeah. is just cruelty. So right it's there. just like I. <laughs> because here's my question about it, and I go back to Mike McCarthy. I was like, I listen as head coach. I love Mike McCarthy. I really do. I think he's brought stability to this team. You can't tell me that he's done. He is a two twelve back to back. You only no, take the first dispute that. two twelve and four back to back seasons and uh, two division uh, or one division title. I know it didn't end well both times, but regardless, he has brought stability and it brought a winning culture to the Dallas Cowboys because now they have a home field advantage at AT and T Stadium that never had right. since two thousand nine. He has done something that Jason Garrett and Wade Phillips have really hasn't done. Mainly Jason Garrett. Let's, yeah. Let's trash Wade, him. Yeah, Wade, Wade had at least two winning seasons under his belt. Well, Jason just kept – it was either eight and eights and nine and sevens and yeah. stuff like that. Maybe a 12 and four here and there. But it was never to the point where you felt, you felt that when you walked into AT&T Stadium that you were going to have no. a hard time. And they, it, it, Jason may have had some winning seasons, but again, those were – Random. They would pop up every now and then. Oh, great! Yeah, you season. expect these. Mike, we all did. We expect the Mike McCarthy team of this year to be 11, Just, yeah. 10, 11 12 the, win team. The problem is Mike McCarthy is a play caller, and so far the jury is so far shown that he's not great at it because. This is still turned into what happened in Green Bay, where in Green Bay they started out great, but then it comes inept, right. and then there's controversy. Now, whether or not that was a Aaron Rodgers issue or not. Mike McCarthy still did give up his play calling duties. Is that about to happen here? It might have to because I'm looking at this offense, and yeah, Kellen Moore had his issues. I don't think Kellen was any better, though. Well, I don't. I don't know. Weren't we scoring more points with Kellen Moore? I don't think he was all that great. I don't either. I don't think Kellen Moore's a great offense. I think the defense can I figure think Kellen Moore out really fast. They I do. think what's helping Kellen Moore. In Sandy, uh, sorry, Los Angeles. Even though they're two and three, it's a lot easier to. Do offense in that system when you have a quarterback that's named Justin Herbert. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, 
okay, so he gets another point. So here's the thing. So it's not Mike McCarthy because Mike McCarthy came here for two years. It's not Kellen Moore because Kellen Moore, you know, scored and gets had moments where he's doing well, especially in in and Los Angeles. Yeah. Is it Dak Prescott then? Well, because I, I listen. I know I'm the worst person to bring this up because I'm a Tony Romo lover. So at any time I bring up any kind of negativity towards Dak, it's because I'm a hater. I hate it because of what he you did. You do hate him. Listen, no, I don't. <laughs> I was mad when it originally happened because I wanted Tony Romo to continue being quarterback. But yeah, he his never back got his job back. How crazy is well, that? Well, it's because his back failed. How crazy his back is that? and the team no and the team moved. That. The team moved on. He got no. He got hurt, and homeboy played better than him to the point where they felt. He didn't play you, better than him. They said, "Don't worry about coming back, Tony." No, you know why? That's what no, they. No, you know did. what happened? No, no stop. Can I, well, hold on. Let's be honest. What happened? We know what happened behind the scenes. Tony Romo uh, <laughs> wasn't really connecting to the youth of that team. Well, that makes you feel better. Well, it's, it's documented. It's it by makes fact. you feel better. Dak is a great leader, and he got a lot of people to come so to the side. So now Tony Romo's not a leader. I'm good with that too. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not good with it. It's, it's whatever you want to say. I think that. D- I'm a defender of Dak. However, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to defend this kind of Dak. This well, Dak can was, I get to, can we, on, what? Let me get okay. to my point. Oh, okay. You like to interrupt me a lot. You were on your phone. I had to answer something from my mother. So I'm therefore, sorry. I'm just let the podcast Mothers in come silence. First. Mothers come first, I'm not sir. Let the podcast in silence. I feel bad for your mother. Oh my you don't God. care about her, apparently. All right. So here's <laughs> my yeah. So here's what I was trying to say. As much as people want to attack me for hating on Dak, I don't. But it's been eight years. It's been eight years. No, that doesn't. You're, no, wait, that's the wait. wrong point. Been, no, no, no. It is. No, it's been eight years. And there has been some good moments where Dak has come up. And I started becoming a Dak believer in 2018 when the way he won that playoff game against Seattle, the way he used his feed and his agility, and the fact that he made plays happen. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Dak is the guy. He can win you a Super Bowl for this team. If you build the right team around him, you're, you're good to go. And as we move forward, he continues. Now it's, what, four years later almost now from 2018, mm-hmm. five years later, and it's – He's been very mediocre. He's been up and down, and I don't know what to make out of it anymore. You can't say that. And though, we get to these big games where we need Dak to step up, the big games where quarterbacks are judged by, and he doesn't step up. But you can't say it's been eight years and he hasn't gotten no, anything done that. because Tony Romo did not no, get no, no, anything no, no. done. I, I didn't say that. I know, but I'm just saying to that point, Not I'm in general. I'm saying it's been it's eight not years about, quarterback. Right, it's not about Dak having this longevity of a career and not getting anything done because Tony Romo had a long career and did not win anything more than what Dak has that's just what it is it is the problem is is that we are teetering on a season where Dak is about to repeat the turnovers that he did last year to which we were led to believe and he said don't judge me on that year it's a one year think about all the other stuff that I've done well we're about to go back we're about to go two for two Dakota we're about to go two for two he's got five touchdowns to four interceptions and there was one last night that everybody I think in this entire Metroplex was looking at me like that is just garbage flat out just awful and that's where we're that's the problem is that when you when you when you are saying to the media well you're just trying to upset me and I'm gonna play better and we know what I what we have and Look at my pat my first few years and stuff like that. But then you go out here and we're about to get onto a second season where you're throwing ten plus interceptions. He's halfway there, basically. He's already halfway there. Okay. First off, I'm gonna cool you for a minute. Ten plus t- ten interceptions or less is not bad. 
just let you know. He's not throwing 10 or less. I know. But he's halfway to 10. Yeah, I know. You're going to tell me that he's just going to magically not have five more? Well, we don't know that. I, I, I'm i going to – we don't know. I, I'm, he threw three last night. Romo threw – in 2014, Romo threw three against the San Francisco 49ers to open the season. That wasn't and, good. And he only – That th- wasn't good. And he only threw one more for the rest of the year. He threw one the week. He, did he you, threw one in Arizona. Did he not? Threw in one 2014? In no, I'm talking about Dak this year. Yeah. And he threw one. So now you're defending him. No. You just got done. Now you just got now not, you got done saying he did eight years of crap, no, and now but you're saying I, I, oh. I don't know what's gonna happen. You're already acting like he's I'm telling be, you that he, I'm not even going by the interception. But part. I'm telling you this is that we have been sold on the idea that this season was not going to be a turnover riddled season, and we are five, six interceptions away from having ten already. No, I get that, but what I'm That's trying to not say, good, no, 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 no. I'm trying to say is I'm not even judging him for the interceptions. There's more to that. There's something else going on here. What I'm trying to say what? is the fact is that this coaching staff doesn't trust him. I don't think they trust him. Because there's two things about it. They look at the play calls. Dak is not comfortable in this offense. He just isn't. He doesn't seem to be adapting well. And the the play calls become very conservative. It's not – there's nothing different. The coaching's not making him throw turnovers. Stop. No, I didn't say anything. You're looking like it's about – like the, the coaching make him yeah. air it out last night and turn it over? No. That's, that's awful, no, is it no, not? No, it is. We can't, you cannot win games like that. You can. You and can. I'm a big Dak supporter. I'm just saying that he's not been all that great this I, year. I understand. He hasn't. And even in the games where he didn't throw the turnovers, that's my point, is that it's it's that he's – it's either is he hampered? I don't know if he's hampered by the play calling. Is he hampered by the new conservative thing? I don't know. It just doesn't then seem – Then say that. Don't come out here and – and criticize everybody for getting on you yeah, and say, well, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're and wrong, my and then throwing is, three picks in a game. And my thing is this. When are we going to get the Dak where, okay, you t- you tell us to shut up, uh, media and everybody, okay, and move on. But every time there's a big game, we, we, we hype it up. We keep saying, okay, Dak, yeah. here's the game. And Let's do it what, for this what, one. Can, can, do you, I think 2019 was the last time we had the big Dak game. Outside of the division, right? Yeah. The, the only the only time Dak seems to show up against it's the NFC East. If he wants to go against Philadelphia, sure, that's great. He dominates Philadelphia. He dominates the Giants. He dominates the Commanders. But outside the NFC East, he kind of disappears, and we haven't seen the dominant Dak. When are, you know, I, I I said it. I was in my group text with my other show, BFB, today, and I kind of said it. I was like, you know, if Dak doesn't come out next week, and I'm talking about like a lighted up game, yeah. Because that's what's going to be necessary to beat the Chargers because the Chargers' offense is going to score. This defense is kind of hurting right now, and Justin Herbert they'll is – they'll air it out. Oh, and you know Kellen Moore is going and, to go extra yeah. – go And there's going to be people have a bigger arm than Justin Herbert in this league, so – And they have weapons up the the wazoo. Yeah, Keenan Allen is uh, – he's on my fantasy <laughs> team. He's balling, okay? So you already are <laughs> afraid of the what the, the they're going to do to your defense. So you have to catch up. So the only way you're going to win, Dak, is to keep up with Justin Herbert. And we need Dak Tampa Bay game. We need that Dak to come up. We need him to start going down the field, scoring at will, point after point. And is he that quarterback anymore? Can I he don't. do that? And that's the question. I want to say I don't yes, know. but I can't. I don't. We haven't seen it in so I long. I know. I can't even say yes. You know what's funny? You want to know what's funny? That. It's ironic because it was the calf, but since that calf injury against the Patriots, yeah, Dak Prescott has been pedestrian as a as a as a quarterback. Maybe it's still lingering. Oh, that's actually we're not gonna we won't what? get into that. What? So I said that's funny. Injuries linger. It's kind of what I said like a month oh, ago. Oh god. Anyway, <laughs> he had saying- he got he got thoroughly outplayed by Brock Purdy. Wh- whoever's defense is defense. I don't really care. He had one fifty three for one touchdown and three interceptions. Brock Purdy. 
who I think at this point we have to we have to say all right. I guess. I know. I don't want to say it, but I'm going I'm I'm going to at least say for this for the first six games, five games, whatever. Congratulations, you have proven me wrong up until this point. You've done very good. Okay. I still think that it makes it a little easier when you have who you have on your team, but regardless, he's been very good. He had 252 for four touchdowns last night. Are you kidding me? He thoroughly outplayed Dak to the point where Cooper Rush had to come in. What is he, the next it Michael was, Jordan got, now? It, it, oh, my God. It got so – that's not exactly the same, actually. That's funny. It got so bad that Sam Darnold came in and Cooper Rush came in and Trey Lance was warming up on the sideline. Who would have ever thought in a game that you circled, you circled on your calendar and said, this is the one, this is the one, and everybody was kind of saying the same thing. That your backups had to come in with 15 minutes left? Not a good look. Not a good look. You just got to show me before we can. So one of my final points, and then we can move on, is those press conferences last night. I heard every one of them say this. Mm -hmm. One game, moving on, going to go look at the tape. We're going to get better. Mike McCarthy was one of the bigger proponents about it. He says, I'm not a guy who says burn the tape because it was so bad because we lost by 30 points. We're going to look at this and we're going to we're going to figure out what's wrong. Show me. Show me that you can get better. Go out there. Not only beat the Chargers and the Rams, but beat the team that's really good. Beat the Eagles, beat the Bills, beat the Eagles again, beat the Miami Dolphins, beat those teams. We can have conversations then about how good or bad you are. But as of this moment, the team that we thought you were measuring up against that we were comparing you to, you know we're close to them. I'll say this. This team has a lot of flaws. This is not by far one of the best teams in the NFC. I made a mistake of hyping this team up because what I saw on this defense really I hadn't, hadn't seen in a long time, and maybe that's because of how bad things were in the past. And when we, you know, when you finally get something like, I'll give a good hypothesis, like, oh, well, you finally get like a, a new used car. You know, like, oh, it's really awesome, but you're only comparing it because it's the shitty cars you've had in the past. And so, like, oh, it's a, it does, this is a luxury item, but you pull up with your friends who have, like, Rolls Royces and Mercedes. Like, you know, and like, maybe it's not all like, that great. They're like, dude, that's a Toyota. Like, that's and, all it is. And that's I have, by the way, I, I have a Toyota, so trust me, it's not I like you I'm drove insulting. a BMW. No, I drove a Toyota RAV4. I thought you drove a Rolls Royce. No, no, I'm not. Uh, my parents are rich. No, I'm not. Okay. But anyway, the point being is this. I don't think this team is that. Watching this, the first five games, I don't think this team is that. But I do think that there's a deeper concern over the, over the play calling, the offense, and your quarterback. It is not hating Dak Prescott, the guy. I, I love Dak. Right. And I've gotten to see a different side of him as a leader. I think he's one of the best leaders. And he's going to be a great coach one day. I, I tell you right now, he's going to be a great coach. That sounds like I'm not. No, I'm saying insult, that's what he has the ability to do. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is there's something wrong right now. And is that – and Sure. I, I'm now starting to see what people say when they don't trust – Dak Prescott to win you those big games because in the end this is a quarterback driven league and you need great quarter unless you're like Brock Purdy and you have the perfect system around you or Jalen Hurts when you have a great running game and <laughs> perfect system around you if things are Dak Prescott has to have things perfect around him so far when things were perfect, go back to 2016 when they won those many games. Yeah. Things were perfect. What, uh, you yeah. had a great offensive line. You had great weapons like Jason Witten and Des Bryant, even though they were aging at the time. But you had a perfect thing. By the way, you didn't have tape on Dak. And then you had Ezekiel Elliott, our young Ezekiel Elliott, dominating the league. Yeah. No shit you were going to go win 
that many games and become dominant in the postseason. But even then, in that game, wasn't was that the Packer game that yeah. year? Yeah, and then they came he back. He brought them all the he way back. Right. He did. But yeah. since then, I you have to look around and find other times where they were choose. great. Yeah. And the since then, I think twenty twenty one was the last time Dak was really big in his you know in his bag bringing out those play calls and running those bootlegs and then he gets injured and since then i don't know what's gone that's two back-to-back well, inju- injuries hurts, to his low, to, to right. his legs oh yeah what uh, yeah that doesn't help and i get it like there's a lot of people that are injured so it doesn't make any but i think what hurts too is like so patrick mahomes is here at the top you yeah. can't people that are listening can't see what i'm showing you yeah love like, it. here at the top then you got guys that are like josh allen trevor lawrence um who uh, justin herbert uh, who else? Even Lamar Jackson, guys like that. They have consistently done this. Like they've gone up, right? Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is now a Pro Bowl, or he's made the Pro Bowl. These are, and Dak has kind of been some of those guys he's come in with. Some of them have kind of come after him, and he has just stayed yeah. right there. He hasn't. People have passed him. He is just right. I remember right there. So here's the thing. I remember he's early in Dak's career. 2016, he started. It was great. Yeah. 2017 was an abysmal year for Dak Prescott. He went down. Okay, but guess what? 2018, especially in that playoff game, for me at least, he went back up. And so I was thinking, okay, he's pretty good. 2019 was a very washed year. They tried to make Dak a passer, a pure passer, with Kellen Moore and Garrett. It didn't work. They missed yeah. the playoffs. Um, 2020, he gets hurt. I don't want to so talk about that year. year. <laughs> 2021, I think Dak goes up. And then 2022, I think he kind of stagnates a little See, bit. It's not by much though. He's flu- he kind of just like fluctuates. He goes this up and down, range. Yeah. but he hasn't made the big leaps. And again, I know EA bringing up Tony Romo again. There it is, the, the bingo card. Romo oh had his ups and downs, but Romo also it got better over time. Absolutely. And post 2009, like 2007, Romo was the gunslinger. And if you take the injuries out by 11, 12, 13, he was trying to get adjusted. By by 14, he was pushing himself on another level. And so he got better yeah. before his injuries took over his body and he couldn't do anymore. Yeah. My point is, all like you said, all these quarterbacks do make take steps forward and get better. Ones that are coming after him and with him. That's the that's the thing. After him, yay. And now I'm looking at him like, I don't know, man. Like, are you going to – like next week against the Chargers, yeah. Justin Herbert. It's better yo- than him. Already, yeah, I, I mean, he's come in. And he's he's, uh, he's what four years in. And guess league? what? Justin Herbert is not even having the best time. He's struggling. This is a doubt. Yeah, exactly. He's struggling. Don't you right now? Who would you want right now? Justin Herbert or Dak Prescott? Uh, oh well, I'm gonna. I, I love Oregon, so yeah. Okay, but honestly, but yes, Justin. Justin Herbert. Last night, last night was the first time that I've ever said, "Oh my God, is maybe Dak's bad? Maybe Dak's not that good." First time I've ever said that. I said last night after, and I don't know if it's because of the emotion of the game, but I said I'm on the ledge with Dak. That's I've I, never been there before, and I, I am. I, I, I've been there before at the beginning because I was a hater, yeah. but that was just me pure hating. But right. since 2018, I've been Dak 100%. Let's go. And now I'm oh. like, I don't know, man. And I'm looking through the league, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this how bad – listen, this how bad this game was. Yeah, this game well. was so bad that we're questioning yeah, no. our <laughs> knowledge of the yeah. game on did we – Think wrong about this guy? I know. You're right. And I heard Bob Sturm. I think the big question was today was, do you even extend – you do a contract extension with Dak? Because if you do, you're 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 tied to him for a long time. When does that happen? Well, you know? 2024, and okay. ironically – I think we just wait till we absolutely have to have that conversation because who knows? Well, remember, guess whose contract ends about the same time? Oh, God. Trey Lance. I know. Well, 
Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to Jerry do it I'm again. Will we have sure. three straight quarterbacks? Who? <laughs> uh, you're right. I'm not sure Trey Lance is the answer too. That's left. But the bottom of it, this team's got a lot of holes on all three phases of the game. We'll see what happens. But man, uh, they got a lot of work. To okay. Do. Well. Okay. I'll say this though. Well, the Cowboys are. Uh, we're we're putting up the uh, the prayer symbols up. We're praying. We're hoping. But there's one team that I'm popping champagne for right now. And that is your tech. No, they're out of the playoffs. Uh, Your Texas Rangers. Do you know that team? I have at one point. The the team that you (laughs) hate. I don't hate. I hate their. I hate. I hated their unwillingness to to spend money, which caused them to suck. That's what I didn't like. Okay. Well, they changed that, and now makes a difference, don't it? Well, I'm talking about you hated this team in August and September, and said I give up on this team. You said you gave up on this team. They were losing. Didn't you give up on this team? You gave up on the team too. I did too. I just wanted to be the one to call you okay. out first. No, I'll say it. I'm absolutely Listen, stunned. stunned. I am stunned too because, I, again, what, what was it? Two months ago? Less than that. No, it was two months ago when August started. Well, I, I, I think we were, we were riding say, high. I, I think we were saying it. We were, we were a little worried. I think after the All Star break, but I think that we were like, no, this team still is first place. Well, they rattled off so many wins after the All Star. Yeah, break. and we came out six straight. We're like, <laughs> oh, we got this. Uh, then they made those trades. You get Max Scherzer. You yeah. get uh, a, a Chapman. Uh, you get uh, Stratton. You get Montgomery. You get some arms to not only relieve your bullpen, but also your starting rotation. And the Max Scherzer thing, I thought, was the biggest. Like, okay, well, if Max Scherzer is Max Scherzer for you in the playoffs, good God, we're we're riding high. You got yourself right. an ace, and things are going to look better. Well, as the month of August started, the thing called injuries happened. And they just rattled the entire Rangers, uh, not only their squad, I think their offense got hit with Odolis Garcia going down, Seager right. went down, I think Simeon went down. Then on top of that, you lost um, Max Scherzer to a uh, pinched nerve. You lost um, a few other guys in your bullpen. Then on top of that, your bullpen, which has not been great all season, turned into complete garbage. Yeah, it was not good at it all. It was one of the worst pitching performances I've ever seen. It looked like we were doing a home run derby every time they played <laughs> the Rangers. Yeah, to the point where like you almost had to derail. It almost derailed your season back in that time. Well, the uh, well, uh, well, at one point your leading AOS leading Rangers. Uh, led up all the way until the end of August when the Houston Astros demolished you in September, and they had to give up that role. Well, fortunately, the Texas Rangers came back. Now, they didn't win the division. It was kind of dicey there, but they got into the playoffs, and we're like, okay, well, they're in the playoffs, but they have too many injuries right now. Their pitching still is suspect. They aren't going to do it. But I think the idea was like, okay, we made the playoffs – Whatever just, happens, it, feels good. it doesn't. It, yeah, it's all it good. feels good. We're playing we're with house money. Anything, just exactly. Whatever. Injuries took a toll, yeah. but next year, but they we were, made it, and that was the thing. That's it. Well, then they go yeah. in against Tampa. By the way, Tampa, who started the season as one of the hottest teams in Major League Baseball, whose run differential was out out, out of the moon big, it still won ninety nine games. Nine, well, yeah, they won ninety games, but talking about the, the I'm fact, I'm just that, saying, after all, like like a team that started out hot. But at the end of the year, still almost racked up 100 wins. Yeah. And a very impressive squad. Well, the Rangers weren't given much shot. And then they go into Tampa, win game one. Then they go and win game two. And they win. They do. And they're celebrating. I'm like, wait, did we just get into the ALDS? Yeah, it was a little weird. I wasn't (laughs) expecting it. I was was happy. You know, I was happy that they won. But I was also very shocked. 
I was like, this team won with our pitching. Expected the Rays to come out in that game too and do something. They just and then didn't. Montgomery, who yeah. comes out of nowhere, who was very up and downs with the Rangers. He hasn't since the trade. He's been very like, right. eh. like I wasn't too excited about him. He put on a performance in Tampa. Killed it. I, he he dove and uh, grabbed balls on the ground, and I, he was doing extra shit. Like, can I was you like, believe that those two games with the Rangers and the the, the Rays games might have arguably be, arguably have been the best games the Rangers played, like basically almost all year? Right. Which is a weird thing because for as bad as they were reeling for almost two months, just turned it right back on. Very strange. It, it was but like, they did it. It was like that uh, last game in Seattle. They they know they had to win it to win the division. Right. They didn't, and they're like, you know what? Enough fucking around. Okay, okay. I'm and, down with it. Uh, Bruce Bochy was like, I probably went like this. Ready? He was like, <clears throat> motherfuckers, <clears throat> stop. All right, stop. I'm too old to be doing this. I'm too, I'm too old. Uh, uh, I got bad knees. His voice is way lower than that, dog. No. Okay, hold on. Oh, mom. Um, there you go. I got bad knees. There you go. And uh, I have a no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, but though. Bruce Bruce Bochy is uh, comes in there, and I mean he changes the lineup. And he knows what he's doing. So you get those two wins in Tampa, you move on. Now we're going against Baltimore, and I'm thinking, okay, well Baltimore won their their division. Yeah. They have 101 wins. They pretty much overcame the the Tampa Bay uh, the Tampa Rays Tampa Bay Rays, and they took them down. They're they're very good club they got young players on their team you're expecting okay this is gonna be a tough one for the the rangers but maybe you'll get one or two and, and maybe force a game five that's what you're thinking and you're playing you're no longer playing in south florida where the the attendance is always spotty no you're now playing in baltimore maryland where they are known that if they're in the playoffs they're gonna show out camden yards is baseball yeah holy you mecca know what's gonna them. happen they're like they're coming to the, and by exactly. the way this is like a whole a different atmosphere this is a traditional baseball squad oh, yeah. their fans love them you're 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 facing the challenge here right so you're thinking get steal one just steal one that would be a win well, they did that. They won. They stole game one on Saturday. Now, it was kind of iffy because this was during Texas OU, and you're like, oh, what's going on here? But, no, they, okay. you, you, they it delayed, so you could catch both games, and we'll get to that Texas OU matchup in a minute. But, no, but they win game one. It was kind of tight for most of that game, but at the end, 3-2 win. You you love it. They they win. They take game one. Freaking you're celebrating. huge. This is – when that moment happened, I was like – we're playing with house money now because they now, went up three to one. They went up three one on the Baltimore Orioles in Game One in Baltimore, a Rangers team who was reeling, who people thought going to the playoffs. Oh, we're just happy we're here. This is a Baltimore team that won a hundred and one games, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people picked to win the whole thing. Yeah, I can't they, imagine they didn't, especially in the American League. Yeah. They thought. If if Houston, it wasn't going to be Houston, it was going to be Baltimore. Right. And Baltimore has the number one overall seed in the American League. They were that that was destined for them. And you take Game One, so you you change everything. Game Two happens Sunday, right? Right before the Cowboys debacle. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, they're probably going to lose this game. The Rangers, Baltimore really wants this, and their ace is going on. Their best pitchers on the mound. Right. They're they're doing well. They're going to go and do it, right? They go up 2-0. I'm kind of worried. And at that point, I was kind of like, all yeah. right, if this is a loss, so be it. We did what we needed yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right. Then I didn't know that the Rangers in the next inning were going to put a five spot in the second <laughs> inning. They sure did. Like, it was the second inning or the third inning? Second. Second, and second, second inning. Five yeah. spot in the second inning. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Crazy. So it's now 5-2. We're going through the matchup. Then 
I don't know what's going on with Baltimore, but we already gone through six or seven of their pitchers already. Yeah. They kept going through pitchers like mad dogs. Like I was like, oh, we're we're going deep in their their bullpen now. I don't know who the pitcher was, forgot his name, but there he walks bases loaded. And it was perfect because the they they once it was loaded they panned to the crowd and this old lady was like <gasps> the Home Alone face <laughs> and I was like I almost choked on my uh, drink because yeah. it was that funny that they were shocked the entire crowd got quiet because you know in game one they were loud right in game two they were nervous at the beginning by the middle of that game you could not you could hear a pin drop in Camden Yards oh yeah that's how quiet it was and then of course Mitch Garver comes in. And does a postseason grand slam. Crazy. Postseason grand slam. Absolutely it is nine crazy. two. And I think at that point you're just like, oh my God. Well, this, guess what? This team find like might actually have something. Well, I thought that, and you yeah. did, but guess who didn't think that? <laughs> a great producer of ours uh, on the Cowboys pre and post game show, Mr. Joe Lecce. See, okay, so y'all giving me crap for dogging on this team and well, not believing in them, and then no, going- but Joe was like, you know, Joe's a big Ranger fan. He goes, nope, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. He's waiting, there. and he was kind of right because slowly but surely, Baltimore started coming back in the end. They chipped away. They added some runs, especially they added a three run homer in the ninth uh, when they were already pretty much out of it. But they they make it a close game, but. Good God, the Rangers, Jose Leclerc and the bullpen, they shut it down. They get game two, and now we are one win away, Creighton. One win away from the American League Championship Series. That's right, the ALCS, baby. No matter what happens at this point, I have no idea, honestly. World Series. I don't. I mean, I would. I, I'm I think, kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, but knock on wood. I'm kidding. Honestly, though, the way the team is playing, you can't deny it. Regardless, whatever happens, it's, you know what's funny? I just saw uh, the betting odds. Guess who's the favorite? I'm not. I'm not joking. Us. Here. The Texas Rangers are the betting favorite right now to win the World Series. I'll take. Well, they're playing like it. No matter what. No matter what happens at this point, you're now two up on the Orioles. If they even come back and win the series, you have officially made this a successful season. Mm-hmm. And going from 60 wins. So this point in 12 what, months, what is, 60 wins is quite impressive nine, to 90 wins, a postseason berth, all the, a, way to the ALDS and you're in the ALDS. And by the way, up two games, you, you have three chances to win three, two of them at home. I saw the stats today because the Braves were about to blow a game that they did not end up blowing. Mm-hmm. Only three teams have ever come back to win down 2-0 in the ALDS. I don't know who, but only three, they said. Well, I do remember. So our kinda, odds are very good. And I, I do remember in 2011 that the remember the Rangers played. It was ironically the Rays. Uh, they played them in the opener. Remember the 2011 right. ALDS? I do remember that. Or no, 2010. I think it was the 2010. It was 2010, right? Yeah, it was the first time, right? Because yeah. Claude Antler, the call Claude and Antler thing. I still have that shirt. Do you have a shirt? No, I don't. Fear the deer, fear no. the antler, or whatever the, it was. I think it was both. Fear the know. deer is Milwaukee. Yeah, um, fear the antlers is the. Uh, and they got the claw. I still don't understand the claw and antler thing. I never understood it. Who knows? Anyway, I just I, remember. I, Ron, I was too young to remember. Ron, to like, yeah. I thought it was the thing that because Ron Washington said it because he <laughs> there's a clip of him going. You, you got you give him the cl- the antler, then you give him the claw. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway, the, they were going against the Rays that year, and it was the ALDS, and the Ra- the Rangers went up two nothing, and were celebrating. Well, what happened was that the Rays came back into Arlington and they won games three and four. And I still remember one of the Rays players was 
mocking the Rangers doing the claw and antlers, oh, like, ha-ha, no. look at us, because they tied it back up. Right. But then the Rangers go in and win game five in Tampa, and so that. it's a moot point. So the that, that just shows you how hard it is when you're up 2 nothing at that point. Uh, it, yeah, it's you have hard. Especially in a game best of five. Now, game seven, best of seven, it's a little different. But right, right. now the Rangers are playing with – house money and they're doing well now they get to go back home and mind you this is the first time glow life field gets to have playoff atmosphere here they had it of course during yeah, the covid well, years but for other teams yeah in seven years right 2017 well it's the first time for glow life field oh yeah oh yeah this is the first that, time this point. Yeah, yeah this is the first time the stadium you, I, yeah sorry i was i was referring to the rangers no but the rain yeah it's first time in seven, 2016 but 2016, overall so i'm talking about the, the this stadium. yeah for the first time the rangers have been in the new stadium with playoff that's crazy and that's why i told you that's why i was looking up on the computer earlier i was trying to find out if the roof's going to be open because i'm going to be at this game with kevin landrum covering this uh this team for the ticket and tomorrow night i i can't wait i hope the roof is open under the lights, nighttime, and I want the, the the cool breeze there. I want it to feel nice and cool, and I want the Rangers to kick some ass. Imagine them winning tomorrow night. How crazy is Arlington going to be? Because if they win tomorrow, they will be the first team to get to the American League Championship Series. They're going to wait on yeah. the winner between Houston and Minnesota, and they get to sit back, rest their players, rest their, their bullpen and their pitching staff. Maybe there's a outside chance Max Scherzer could come back. You never know. John like Gray, John Gray might be coming back earlier than expected because he's expected to come off the DL by Game Five of the ALDS. So I'm just saying you have so many options. Good things happening for the Rangers if they can just win tomorrow night. I now, mind you, yeah. when this podcast drops, we will have already happened. Well, yes, sorry. it would already Tooth, happen. Yeah, so yeah. when you're listening to this, who knows what's going to happen? We're talking in the in the past tense right now. Yeah, don't look at us like we're idiots. The yeah. game is not taking place. Yeah, we haven't. We hasn't happened. Hours you away. might be listening like these dumbasses. They got swept. <laughs> yeah. They they lost both games and they're they're out of yeah. the LDS. No, we know we're just I'm we're recording a little early. Extremely, I'm extremely impressed, encouraged. You have to like the chances that they have going up against. If they beat Baltimore, you have to like the chances because they've had good outings against Minnesota. Houston, I, you just have to you have to feel good about it at least. Okay, here's the thing with Houston. You, you, you Houston. I know. I know. Listen, I know they they won the season series, right? But the the good thing about Houston is they they you've gotten it's been back and forth, uh, exactly. especially now. If Houston gets it, you're gonna go play them at their place, which they haven't been great great at. And Houston all year long has not, for the most part, they've been trailing the Rangers in the division. There has not been a point where Houston has been so. Of like unbelievably better than the Rangers, so you have to like your chances against that. So the only thing is that, that they they came in here and busted. Well, their- that was a problem, but you know, still, regardless, the Houston Astros have not ever once this year pulled away from the Rangers in the division but, run. But let me ask that, you this: Oh, why? Okay. Man. Oh, sorry. Okay, oh, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that they have not pulled away at any point Maybe. this year. So you have to like their chances against the Astros, even though they beat you because they have not been all that dominant that they have been in the past few years. It took them forever this year to figure start figuring it out. Yeah. They were awful at the beginning of the year. What was your question? Well, I was just – now I forgot. That's fine. I keep going. No, no, no. I got other points. I'm kidding. I was okay. joking. Okay. God. What I was trying to say was that even if, let's say, you get to the LC- ALCS and you lose to Houston or Minnesota, what does it matter – well, that's you never I'm, expected to be there. I, it's already a win. I, if they would have lost in the wild card, I would have considered that a win. Yeah. You just had to get to the playoffs, and that was 
Honestly, if they didn't make it to the playoffs, but they weren't, if they were never actually, let's say, a few games, if they were never leading their division, they were never a few games out, but they still won 80 plus games this year. And they were like 10 games out of ever being in the playoffs. I think we all would have actually set up here and been like, you know what? That's a, a much, that's a big improvement. But we would all have been like, that's fine. We're, we're making changes. The thing was, was they had jumped up so far into a lead and had won so many games in a row and were dominating. And then they come out of the all-star break and they do what they do. And then they taper off. Right. Then that point was like, okay, well, you were so close to the playoffs. If you choke it off now, that's pretty bad. They finally made it. They've made it to the playoffs. You're like, okay, in the wild card, who cares? You've done what you needed to do. Big improvement. Now we're in the ALDS, two games up. Play with house money. You don't... Who, they can play as free as they want because no matter if they lose or win in the next week, everyone's going to sit up here at the end of October and say, that was a successful season. I, I will say, Congrats. I will say this. There is one point where it will suck. Let's say it's uh, a game six redo in the ALCS uh, sure. and you're one strike away and then you kind of screw and then lose game seven. If you, but even then, you're no, looking at it. It, that's it would hurt. Different. It would hurt, but even then, you're still, Wow. Look how much like we drastically changed I will over the say course this. of a year. I want Houston to fail. And so if it's us <laughs> okay. against them and the ALCS, I want to win bad because I hate that city. I hate that city yeah. with a passion, and I hate their sports teams, and I especially hate the Astros now because, listen, look, Mark Elfenbein's awesome. I love Elf. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's not like most Astro fans I meet. <laughs> Uh, Travis Huddleston, 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 Huddleston. Travis what, Huddleston. Who are you trying to say there? Say it again. Travis Huddleston. Huddleston. Like, Huddleston. Oh my God. Anyway, Travis, I love Travis. Good guy here. Articular board op guy. Engineer. Yeah. Trio. Triple threat. He's an Astros fan. Right. But I like him. You know, he's my good friend. Other than that, I don't know any Astros fans that I can trust. I can't think of any, but... So I want that city and I want that team to fail. So the, if the Rangers do play in the ALCS, I'm going for the fucking throat. I want it to win. I want to win. Oh bad. yeah, I mean, like I want to win the whole thing. If I it's just, the twins, I'm not going to hold it against them if they don't. If it's the Twins, psh, I would like back. to win still, but I'm not going to hold it. I'm never. I'm not going to hold this team. They have done so much better than I think anybody thought coming yes. into this year. And look, we both have to give our kudos think, to them. Apologize yeah. too, and I'm sorry, sure. Rangers. I apologize. You did give me reasons to doubt you in August and September. You did. You did, and you made me worry, but you made it up for it. I you made up that, for it. Yeah. You were. You know what you were, Texas what? Rangers? You cheated on me. Oh, okay. You cheated on me a lot, and I caught you, and we were in the middle of a divorce, but you saved my life. What? I don't know. Ow, that was, ow, I don't know anything about uh, All right. Um, last point I want to make about the Rangers before I start jinxing them yeah. is I don't think this team gets to where they are. Uh, just even we can even just like section this off to the playoffs. I don't think this team gets this far in the playoffs without Evan or Josh. Seriously. Yeah, rookies have been exceptional for the, uh, for the Texas Rangers because Josh Young, first of all, to start the season – uh, at playing at third base, a lot of people didn't think he would be great at third base. They thought he'd be average. They thought he'd be a better hitter. He wasn't going to be that great defensively. He has been a 
all-star as he has. He's been an all-star at the, at the third base. Yeah. He's a great defensive uh, defensive player there. And you can and, fill his gap when he's not there. Yeah. You can fill his he can fill his absence when he's hurt. And he comes back and you go, "Oh yeah, that's the it, dude." Because the offense struggled yeah, when he, he was Yeah, and he comes off. back and you're like, "Yeah, okay." And then out of nowhere, we we never expected this kid to come up. But during September, we really needed him and Evan Carter was supposed to be our, one of our top prospects. He was killing He was it. coming along nicely, but yeah. we did not know that this guy would become the chosen one. Would translate and, this and fast. He translates, and he is one of the main reasons this team is on the little run that they are Absolute in. Absolute Because plug. he has done, first of all, out in the outfield, he's doing phenomenal things. I mean, he has one or two mistakes, but he's a rookie. But he still makes catches that veterans miss, miss you know, all the yeah. time. But his – plate discipline the guy doesn't chase ever ever he is just sitting there calm cool collected and he waits till it comes to him he gets walked a lot he hits like a motherfucker and the <laughs> guy is a true gem and i can't wait to see more of him next season when he's already full of a, a, a veteran when he's he becomes- got five home runs and 12 rbis in the short time he's played Pretty impressive. Dude, this awesome. So congratulations to the yeah. texas rangers we love you whatever uh, you do we don't I'm know and again anymore again we don't know. As you're listening to this, they could be out of the playoffs, and we don't know. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah, so we don't know. We, Congrats. Right, <laughs> we don't know. But, but but hopefully the next time you hear and we do an episode, we are talking about the American League Championship Series against whoever. But hopefully the Texas Rangers get there. But congratulations, and we do apologize for doubting you. But now we have to go to another team. Actually, you know what? I'm going to call Audible here. That's what Dak should have done. Continue. Yeah, a lot. Uh, It's time for talking popping. Pop, pop, pop. Talking popping. Sponsored by that could be you. That really could be you. EA Sports DFW. Hit me up on the DMs. Let's uh, let's get some business going. You could sponsor one of our best segments because it is one of our best segments. Talking popping. And of course, uh, you went to see a movie that cursed us for this weekend. I go see all movies. Because you worship the devil and all that. That is things. not at all the truth. That oh, I'm sorry, sorry. You watch and listen to devil worshippers. Who like said that? Little Uzi Vert in his pink tape. I can't just like the rap music. I got to worship he, him. You said he kind of goes in on that 666 stuff. Who said that? You did. You said he kind of plays that into it a lot. I said I don't think it's true. I think he just acts like that. I'm not sure. But regardless if he does or not, his music is not about any of that. Okay. So and, like, of course, Travis Scott, who the, the internet tells me that he sacrificed all those people to the devil. He did not sacrifice anybody. That's what like the whole concert thing that happened, the shambles, That the internet says he sacrificed them. For, like to, I said, it's not like he sacrificed them. Because it's not like he wanted a lawsuit. I don't know. That's what the internet tells me. Ah, uh, well, if the internet says it, by God, it better. It must be right. Well, anyway, you went to go see another thing about the devil, and that was the Exorcist new movie, Exorcist, the Exorcist Believer. Colin, now, colon believer. Now, I will not see this movie, or nor will I see any demon movie. I don't fuck with demons, ghosts. I don't do that shit. Okay, you can go have fun. <laughs> I don't do that. I like I like my sleep, as you know, and I don't want it to be bothered. You're very so, consistent on all that. I'll give yeah, you it. I don't watch it. Okay, we good. I'm done. Okay. All right. So you went to go see it, and you were hyping this movie up. As rightfully so, it was, um, for one, you know, it is part of the Exorcist universe, and which as we on, know, time out, time out, the Exorcist universe has had 
flops in pretty much every other movie it's done since the original. Well, William, you know, they didn't ask them to make the okay. The second one's bad. Like I said, the third one. Is the third one okay. is not even no. The third one is not even really an exorcist yes, movie. Yes, it is. No, it's not. They. I, I told you this so many times. You don't believe me. Go look at the production. They I don't the production. It had nothing to I've do. Watched it like ten times. It had nothing to do with the uh, the whole story. Originally had nothing to do with actresses or anything. It was a whole different movie. It's so bone chilling though. But it's they so added an actresses at the last second in the movie because they're like, hey, uh, you don't have an actresses, and the, the the writer guy goes. Well, it has nothing to do with uh, Exorcist. He goes, but you made the Exorcist. He goes, yeah, but so can we add an Exorcism? He goes, but the Stop. movie's not about Exorcism. Stop. It's like if you went to go watch the Simpsons movie and that the last 10 minutes was about the Holocaust. Okay. Like, like. Like Schindler's List was added to it. It's not that drastic. I mean, that's what it is. It's it way a, more drastic. It, I'm just saying, like the movie was about a serial killer. Okay, regardless of how, of the sequels or whatnot, this is Exorcist Believer does not talk. It does not. It does not. It's 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 like uh, what do they call them? legacy sequels? I think is what yeah. the term is. Mm -hmm. Does not acknowledge what's after or before the main one. So this takes place right after the Exorcist. So you could take all that crap out you talked about. And we can just focus on The Exorcist, okay. which is one of the most successful, actually, I would say the most successful horror movie of all time. There's no doubt about it. And still to this day, it it generates crazy buzz. It's it, Anyway, one of my favorite movies. It's one of my top 10 can favorite Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You've watched it several times. Probably 50 plus times. Maybe okay. 100 plus Are you times. scared by it by anymore? No, but it's not really about, I don't think it's, well, oh, I don't know, man. It's, there's, okay. It's a... It's, it's it's this is gonna sound a little weird. So am I am I like terrified from it? No, but there's some really gut wrenching stuff. It's like that like makes me uneasy in that movie. Um, Definitely. do you ever have trouble sleeping after watching it? No, 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 not not anymore, not anymore. But like, you don't think like the demons gonna come to you? No, I see too many scary movies to be doing that. Okay, so, but I mean, this was like that's like my, when I watch. But there's nothing more gut wrenching than that movie. Like, like remember Paranormal Activity when I first saw it? Yeah, like, like I said, that stuff. Not anymore, but like. But that's, I thought oh, when I heard man. the noise, like, damn it, I'm not, I'm not. The first time I saw The Exorcist, sure. Maybe the second time, third time, but now I'm like I'm hundred. Now it's just like a a, a regular watch. For me, right. So it's okay. Not the same. So you love the original Exorcist. You're top like, ten you're, movie for you're, me. You're a P1. Absolutely love you're Exorcist P1. Debating on buying a one hundred dollar collector's edition of it. That's very hard that to do. That is get. the dumbest thing I've ever heard you do. Really? Yeah, that's so stupid. You're going to waste your you don't make much money to begin with <laughs> and you're going to spend money on a stupid movie. I think there's a $1500 book about it. Why? Well, cuz people love collecting things. Good god. What? How much do you make? Like I, no, I didn't, say, like I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I'm just telling you I'm going on to. Creighton's salary. The $95 collector's Blu-ray thing is definitely something I'm looking into. All right. So you're a P1 of this Huge. Thing. So when this movie came out, you probably were like, "Good god, yes." Exactly. Yeah, and it was it was slated as a trilogy and also because they slapped the director with it, David Gordon Green, who for the better part of, let's see, 2016, is that when this came out? Hold on. You'll know what I'm saying. 2018. Better part of 2018 has been notoriously known as one of the better better and more, uh, what do you call it? I guess famous, I'll say famous, famous horror directors with Danny McBride in the past five years because of the Halloween trilogy. Are you talking about Danny McBride, the comedian? Yeah, he makes horror movies. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, he does with David Gordon Green. He They- they work together. The the He's new been the new to, Halloween movie, not the Rob Zombie. 
No, nobody like. I like. I like the first one. The second one sucks. A lot of people don't like either of them. I only like this first one because I'm weird. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, David Gordon Green comes out in 2018 with the first Halloween. Goes bonkers. Is a very good legacy sequel. One I, of heard, the, I heard. Yeah, unbelievable. I heard. Unbelievable. Yeah. I still watch it to this day. It's great. Halloween Kills was mixed, but you could see that DGG was very. He he was able to tell almost like uh, a Greta Gerwig was very able to tell pressing social stories and issues within a confines of a IP, which was, was very impressive. It was a mixed review, but a lot of people still liked it. Ends, we can have that debate for another time. It was, eh, it's not one of the best. But re- regardless, he made a lot of money off of those three movies. Lands this movie, The Exorcist Believer. So you have to walk into this thinking, okay, if DGG is going to do his thing, it's probably going to be pretty good because he is very good at creating scary set pieces i'll give it to him he's a very good horror director and i will admit i so i remember first seeing this trailer i think around the time oppenheimer came out right and i went it was when i was in miami for my sister's uh pa thing we went to go see oppenheimer it was late at night all of a sudden this trailer comes out i'm like oh my god Mm -hmm. and listen i'm not a big thing into these horror films but it did look the trailer did look uh, enticing because what they did was they first of all the two little girls look creepy as hell in the trailer that, that's all you had to get sold on you get creepy little girls you, you're Gordon good Green, yeah. and then what happens was then they bring in a twist in the trailer ellen burston who played the mom from the original yeah uh exorcist right yep. she pops up in the trailer i'm like oh shit and it, what i loved in the trailer was like it was kind of avenger style or cameo style like superhero thing because she shows up and goes I think I know somebody. And then he goes, tin, 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 and like whatever. That's a, that was, that's a really good representation of the theme song. Thank I you. love that. But like, uh, oh, the but like, the, but like, you know what I mean? Like the theme song starts playing. Yeah. She shows up. She's like, and I thought it was like, kind of like Batman, like God, coming down. Like, like it just, it was just like those superhero cameos that they, they drop down and the music plays behind her. I was like, oh, so they bringing her to fight this demon. Right. Okay. Like she's going to be the main star. Like they, they're going to lean on her because she knows what's going on. She already dealt with it before. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, they're going to bring back the girl. They're going to bring her, like Linda, Linda Blair. Blair. And Linda, by the way, Linda Blair's a fox. Oh, you know? God, I knew that was coming. Oh, have you seen her? I, I used yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Anybody that's like born in the 1965 and older, or you're into. So. No, no, no. I meant, like, you know what? I When I had a, I didn't know she was actress's girl. I, yeah. there was a Fox family at the time, Fox family, ABC family used to be Fox family. They had a right. show called scariest places on earth. And oh, she heck ho- yeah. And she hosted it and I saw her. I was like, damn, who's this hot little <laughs> host they got on there. And okay. I didn't know she was like, okay. the anyway, I was like, oh, they're going to bring her back yeah. and they're going to like team up. And I thought it was gonna be like a team up movie. And like well. there's two girls, so they needed two people. So that's what I thought in my head. I was like, I'm not going to go yeah, see it. The idea was like two girls. Doubled the Exorcist, double right. the scares, and so you—that wasn't a real. I, I pro, that wasn't a real like. No, no, no. That's not a that tagline. That's me saying that. That's not a real tag. If that so, was the case, I wouldn't have saw the movie. <laughs> I'm hearing about this, and then all of a sudden, you tell me like, "Listen, I'm down. I'm so excited. I can't wait for this film. You hyped it up for me." And I was like, "Damn, okay, Creighton." Because yeah, man, 
But I was, I was like, okay, now yeah. I was never going to see this movie, but you intrigued me enough to say, okay, maybe. That's that, that's awesome that I made you think about it. Not think about it, like, go see it. I would never go see it. Yeah. But you intrigued me like, oh, shit, they're, like, actually going to make it good Concerned again. Concerned if it was going to be good or not. That's yeah. impressive. And so I, I was like, that. okay, so, and then you went to go see it. And so now you, that yeah. you've seen it, why did your weekend start to suck from the <laughs> beginning because of this film? So real quick, the idea, just a really, really short uh, plot, is that the girls – uh, lie to their families about where they're going to go after school one day and they go into the woods to try to conjure up um so leslie odom jr who plays the dad victor uh you ever watched anything that leslie odom jr's in i've oh, seen I, him a lot yeah, he's like in hamilton that's a big yeah. deal if that's where he kind of got his thing and he's also in uh, one night in miami do you know yeah. what that yeah, is I okay know. so anyways he's the dad he's a single parent they go to the woods the two kids because his kid tries to conjure up his mom you can expect they conjure the wrong thing. It goes down there from downhill from there. They become hey possessed. PSA. Don't try to bring things back. <laughs> never works. It never does. Doesn't work. And I, I've heard people try to do this. Like you've seen too many movies. It's not going to work out. But go ahead. Right. So that's that's. Then the next thing you know, they get possessed, and then the next hour goes. You know, hour and a half goes from there, or hour. I guess it's really more of an hour goes from there and all the crazy crap right so that that that's your that's what we're getting at here i was so bummed da because i'm not the biggest halloween innings guy okay so last time i saw dgg i like him a lot last time i saw him i was not too high on it okay this oh, was, i heard i heard that movie sucked it was ass. not very good and i heard there i watched def, there are people that defend him with all their lives but the, a lot of people do not like it i heard michael myers was not even in that movie really barely yeah. It's a very weird thing. Yeah. And stupid. so I left David GGG with the not. Now, I don't watch The Righteous Gemstones all that great. He's an executive producer. So I guess if I was watching that, I'd feel better about it. But last time I saw any of his work, I was not in on it that much. So I was hoping, okay, let's get back to Halloween 2018 or Halloween Kills for that matter. I even like that one. But Halloween 2018 cooked. So I was like, let's do it. So I get in, start watching the movie. And for like, 50 minutes of it's like an it's it's hour of 58 minutes i think hour and 51 minutes i would say for about 55 of those minutes we were straight cooking we are back to dgg i mean what makes what made david from the start so good was his ability to do some really like i said about the first exorcist gut-wrenching stuff that makes you really just turns your stomach makes you grate your teeth I'm sure you've seen this scene, the one where she enters the uh, church and starts saying the body and the yeah, blood. Yeah. Okay, first time in a while that a movie that a, a scene that I've seen in a trailer was worse in the in the movie. Oh shit! I was like, holy crap! It was way more violent, uh, not bloody wise. I, I guess more since of she was jacked up and it was really loud and it was so gruesome. It, it, in that it got sense. you. It got oh, you. Oh yeah, it was dirty, and I was like, all right, we're and that's like that's probably like honestly like 25 minutes in the movie we're cooking. I was like, whoo, okay. David's got it going. And then this is what I've heard, the criticism. And I was like, God, please don't be true. Ended up being true. They fall back on the fact that it has to be an exorcist sequel. And they let it, it they let it uh, crux the movie. Because no matter what he does in that first hour, it feels like they always have to come back at the end of that last like 45 minutes. Hey, don't forget, this is an exorcist sequel. And I was like, holy crap. If you just well, wouldn't have done that. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is, like, I now are you trying to say because it has a possession? 
No, it's because and, or, they had to keep calling back to the first one so much, oh, and it okay, felt yeah. out of pocket. Okay, Every time so, they called back to the first, it felt so forced. I, I was like, no. And so, and that's my problem because I asked you. I was like, was how much? The, the problem is, is like the whole idea of this trailer and what got people was again, it is a legacy sequel. Yeah. So when you do these legacy sequels, the problem is. You, the balance of the old and the new. Right. A, a good sequel to this that I think was perfect was Top Gun Maverick. Because Top Gun Maverick right. truly is a not really a sequel. It's a legacy sequel. You could, Be- yeah. It almost it, has nothing to tie in with the first yeah, one. Yeah, and they literally kind of ignore events from the first film, too. There's barely any characters from the first one other yeah. than Tom Cruise. Uh, and Val Kilmer. And Val Kilmer, yeah. obviously. It's yeah. like two of the guys. Yeah, because they uh, only picked those two guys, and the yeah. rest of them were like, I remember you, and you used to do that. And then the girl in the Top Gun Maverick sequel that he hooks up with, yeah. she was never mentioned in the first no, film. No, she's not in the first one. Yeah, and, the- and all the stuff that they do in that second one... Um, Never feels like they don't tie it into the first no, one, other than what, the fact that, like, obviously Miles you, Turner is his son, but that yeah, nothing that, other than that. Uh, that's but that's the thing. That's what a good legacy it sequel fits. does, oh, where fits. you connect some of the old, but you 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 have to give room for the new. And a lot of legacy sequels don't do that well. Right. And so that's the problem I had with those kind of things. And so when you bring in Ellen Burstyn coming in here, who by the way, yeah. I'm not judging her as an actress, she's a great actress. She hasn't done anything for a while now. I think the last thing I personally saw her was in W when she played Barbara Bush. Um, Are you a W fan? I love W. Josh Brolin. You're one of the few. Congrats. Yeah, no, it's a good film. Congratulations. Uh, there's some problems with it, but you know. Yeah, she hasn't um, done anything in a while. Nothing like substantial. Exactly. I mean, she did so, Pieces of a Woman in 2020. So I'm thinking, but this is going to be a breakout role. She's coming back. And in my That's head, cool. the trailer, this is what they do. They make it sound like she's going to go oh. fight this demon. Which, like now, which I'm glad you bring it up because- that was my biggest gripe of the movie. Was you're absolutely right. Was that this trailer, and I have many thoughts on why it is, but this trailer made it seem that this movie was going to base its fact on the on the story of Chris McNeil, which is her character's name, coming back and being the reason that this exorcist gets done, or being the focal point of the exorcist. Spoiler alert right now. Turn it off if you want to see this movie and you don't want it to be spoiled. Again, I haven't seen it. I don't give a fuck. So is not going to see it. I've already made sure because if he was, I wasn't going to tell him. I kid you not. She is a focal point of this movie for maybe less than 10 minutes. It might be 8 to 10 minutes. I kid you not. That is ridiculous. For the rest of the time. So she is introduced. They go to... You see the scene where it's, I know somebody, right? They're like, I know who who's dealt with this. Because Leslie Odom Jr. asks his neighbor, that's the girl. She goes, I know. And she hands him the book that Ellen Bernstein, Chris McNeil, wrote about Reagan, which is the name of her kid who had yeah. the, fir- you know, the first exorcism. Goes to Key West to find Chris McNeil. And Chris McNeil is doing this whole exposition dump about what happened to Reagan after the first one, you know. We don't talk anymore. Da, 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 da. Just kind of gives you an idea because this one obviously does not tie into the second one, which yeah. is an awful movie. So you get an exposition dumb about that. And then you're believed, like in the trailer, that, okay, she's coming back, which she does. She's coming back to help the family out, to help the daughters and exercise and this and that. She gets to the house. This is like five minutes, by the way, of screen time from the, from the jump of when they get to Key West to going back. Five minutes in, they're back at the house now. She goes up to the room where Leslie Odom Jr.'s daughter is. Uh, what is her name? I'm going to start calling her by her name. 
Angela is her name, so I don't have to keep saying Leslie Odom's daughter. Angela is sitting in the corner, you know, possessed as all get out. And so yeah. she goes to the court. She she starts talking to her, and she's like, oh, we've met before, and this and that, you know. And she's like, have you seen Reagan? Trying to get at her, right? Yeah. Starts talking. Three minutes next, she starts doing her thing of, like, get out, you know, this. And then Ray, Angela seems to, like, die down i guess in terms of like calm down she's sitting in the corner so she approaches her puts her back on the bed and at that time angela picks up a cross and this is a very this is also by the way at the same time as bad as it is this is also where ddg gets a little creative and that's why we like him it's it's a really gruesome scene she takes the cross which is pointed at the bottom mm. and stabs chris mcneil's eyes out this all happens from 10 minutes from the point of meeting her in key west again hoping that she's gonna come and save the day Gets her eye, gets her eyes stabbed out about eight to ten minutes after that, and she's sidelined in the hospital for the next forty-five minutes of the movie. You do not see her other than like two scenes. Yeah, I see, don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. Because here's my thing. Okay, you you so obviously the movie studio had nothing to. What I think will happen is this. This is what it sounds like. They originally had her whatever. I have to believe that. I think the original plan was that she was in there like that. I have to believe that she was. The vocal Just, point. No, she. I don't think she was. No, I have to believe she was. No. It was. It's so. It. No, he, no, no. I think marketing changed it. What I'm trying to say is, your guy Daniel, he just had her for that little quick scene, and that was it. And then marketing is like, whoa, 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 you're missing the opportunity here. Let's market her as like the savior. I tell you this. Here's the thing. What the trailer told me. Okay, I'm telling you right now. And you, we talked about this. That sounded like this looked like an Avengers. You know, throwdown. That's what it was. That's what it sounded like. Like, and remember, this was, there too. Like, this was supposed to be the start of a trilogy. It is. The yeah. next one's called Deceiver. Yeah. So, regardless, <laughs> twenty five. Okay. So continue the movie. So I'll, I'll get some more. So the, I, you're you're right. But the reason I say that I have to feel like there was another filmed version of this, or why they decided there had to have been some reason why they decided to go this route, is because it was so abrupt. The movie, you, you know, like when you watch something, it just feels so out of place. That last three to four minutes and all the scenes where she's in the hospital bed don't fit. They literally, they do not fit at all to okay. what's happening in the so movie. What happens it feels after? so abrupt. So, they, they... so she's in the movie for 10 minutes. She sits in her hospital, does her thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and then here comes the, make sure it's an exorcist movie so we got to exercise, which I'm fine with. That's not the that's not the problem here. The problem here is that this is what they're calling it. They're calling it Pazuzu Goes Woke. Is because they had to make sure that they got they got they got a Catholic, they got a Methodist, they got Leslie Odom Jr. who does not at this moment does not believe uh, in religion. They got the neighbors who are heavy into religion. We got another neighbor who was a nun. Then we got a voodoo girl and a gypsy all in the same room, doing their own things, this doing their own things. This. They're not all praying. They're not all saying. They're not praying the same thing. They're all doing their own thing around each other. And I'm like. It all, you know what it felt like, EA? It felt like uh, David and and the and the and whoever the writers, Peter Sattler is another writer, and Scott Teams, and then obviously Danny McBride. I feel like they were with the studio, and the studio was like with those guys, saying like, "Hey, make sure you include everybody, so nobody." That's what it felt like. It felt like they had they were like, "Let's make sure we get everybody in here." Right, like all of a sudden, like uh, also like we need to make sure that oh. All God's powers are yes. Listed. That's what it felt like. No, but here's my problem: how it sounded like it, again. Like I bring up the Avengers thing, it sounded like you know. That's what the, they're calling it too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 
because it sounded like you know the, the it's like the demons like Thanos and he's about yeah. to win and then they're like mm-mm. and I go uh-huh. and like the priest like da na 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 he got the Bible there and the other guy's like no yes Voodoo it doll. feels like that because they're they got, liter- they're literally doing that what, and imagine <laughs> like if they really want to do it, they add my religion their Muslim coming in there doing got his prayer mug rug down then you I have a, you know a, you know a, a rabbi to come in. Like, to me, that's ridiculous. Like, you need that many, right? That many people, and it was yeah. You didn't need. There were seven of them. And so the, in the original, right. it, it took. Well, he didn't win, did he? In the original, technically right? no, no. Technically no. Maybe that's what they learned their lesson. They but, said we need seven. You now. know what? But that's what made the first one so riveting was that it was literally Reagan, the girl, and the two priests in the room, and you were in that confined space for half an hour, and it was the most terrifying thing when you and first watched it. And they decided to just go boop. No, nope. it, it was it was ridiculous. It's studio interference. And I go, oh my it's god! I was like, and that was when I, that that was kind of the moment. Like, like first when Linda, when not Linda, sorry, first when Ellen Bernstein got her eyes taken out. I was like, okay, that was a bad choice. And then we did we started doing the Avengers exorcism. I was like, dang it! I was like, we were cooking for soak because all the scenes leading up to finding out that they're possessed and calling Ellen Bernstein are unbelievably great. They're so scary. And they're so gut-wrenching, and they're awesome. And then they do that, and I was like... So, my question is this. Well, how are you going to do two more movies, or are we just going to bring back this? So, glad you said that. Because they they win in the end, kind of. So, they technically... I'm going to spoil it again? Well, you already already did. did. I mean, we already got into it. Okay, so I'm going to spoil it. And again, I read the ending, so I know. Oh, yeah, you did. Angela survives. The other girl dies. Yeah. Okay? So, we believe. I'm pretty sure she's dead. Anyways... (laughs) But doesn't the ending show, like, Angel's kind of, like, really still possessed? Well, that's what we're going to get into. This is the problem. So Angela dies. Uh, no, the other girl dies. No, Angela's the black girl. She she's, she survives. Yeah, you said Angela dies. Oh, so, I did. Thank yeah. you. You're right, I did. Angela survives. Who's the other girl so I can keep calling her I by her name? I think it was Catherine. Is there, yes, thank you. Catherine, Catherine dies. Okay. Everything happens. Exorcist turns to black. Next day, basically, or however, I, yeah, had to have been the next day or I, five days or something like that. First, you're hit with Ellen Bernstein, who is in her little area recovering from her eye situation. And all of a sudden, who shows up? Reagan McNeil, Linda talk- Blair. Hot Linda, hot Linda she Blair. She pops up for no less. Ellen is talking about something, and all of a sudden, you see Reagan's hand, and it pans up, and she goes, she goes, uh, I think she said Leslie. Did she say Leslie? Because something like that. She's talking about one of the characters. She goes, no, Mom, it's me. Five seconds. She's in one frame. One frame. The most, it made no sense why she you was there. That is equivalent to? What? The second Pirates movie. When who's in When Barbosa just pops up at the at end. At the very end? Yeah. But at least that made sense. No, This but doesn't make sense. It just, but I know, it's weird. But it just, it just sounds like that. She's like, we need a pirate That's to leave us That's basically what it was. She goes, goes, I'm here. And so it's like, she's like, I'm going to be the new one. Let's kick some ass together. And then, so that scene cuts. And then you see Angela sitting in her classroom, just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, boom, title screen, da-da-da, the theme song, and you're in. I thought she smiles, though. No. It's in the Wikipedia. She didn't smile. I swear to God. Swear. Promise you. I got to look that up. Hold on. You can No, I'm sure it says in the Wikipedia thing. I'm telling you what I saw on the screen. Maybe you missed... I saw it on the screen. You can go watch the movie. I don't care. I'm not going to watch the movie. Trust Anyways, me. I, okay, fine. Let, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's say she smiles. 
It was abrupt. It didn't make any sense. There was not any By ending. Oh, Rotten that, Tomato score, 23%. Oh, man, it's getting it's getting thrashed. It's getting absolutely thrashed. Yeah, it's getting thrashed. Uh, 5.2 uh, fan score on IMDb and a 38 meta score, critic meta score. And you said what, Rotten Tomatoes? 23% on, 20, on Rotten Tomatoes. So here's what I think happens. Well, they've already signed up for a second one, so you're getting it in 25. Yeah, it's the... <laughs> I don't know how they're going to – and by the way, you were right. Oh, I have um, no clue. No, I was right. right. I looked at – I guess I imagined that or something. I don't know. I didn't see it in the Wikipedia. I'll take the apology. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I got it. You're so. like this guy. So I have a friend that – I've told you this story before. You guys are getting more and more similar. This dude literally did not same. believe the sports that were happening in front of him until ESPN confirmed it. You're okay. watching a Rangers game. He's like, That's, I don't know if they scored. Is, and I was like, not, bro, it's in front of your face. Okay, don't compare me to that, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, not that him, but like, don't compare me to him, okay? <laughs> I am better than that. I just had a feeling in my head, and that's why I checked. It that's to make sure. but that that's a good point that you brought up. It didn't happen. It was that abrupt. It literally just flashed yeah. to the title screen, and, and you so heard that's the theme song. I, and I, was so like, I just went through the the Wikipedia yeah. again. So in the movie, this is what happens. And again, I'm spoiling it. As you know, you know that they're fighting the demon, which that's I right. find funny because you mentioned that Avengers Endgame style yeah. uh, exorcism. It's funny because the priest himself was like, nah. Yeah, he was like, he couldn't do it. Yeah, well, yeah, he oh, wasn't. The, the Catholic Church was like, yeah, we're they good. They said, no, you're not. And then he's like, you know what? I got this. He went ahead and, and yeah. then he went and he died. Right. And so I, was, I laughed at that point. And the demon's like, Psh. <laughs> like, you're going to get me. But the rest of them. That was a gruesome who, kill, by the way. Well, no, but the, the rest of them who have no training in exorcism are keeping up with them. But the, apparently the demon gives them a choice. He says, only either both are going to die unless right. we choose one, right? Yes. And they trick him thing it because he says that oh whichever one you pick is who i'll save yeah but the dad goes my daughter the mm-hmm. the captain's dad right turns and the out. demon's like ha ha and it takes him <laughs> that'd be funny if he said that too he goes ha it was a trick i wish he would just say it, like very batman campy right <laughs> and then it like flashes the screen and goes or what if it had my laugh ha ha yeah exactly no uh, you just realize that it's like oh, you're like oh he was lying the whole time so. but uh either way it that was a very weird ending <laughs> to the movie like okay super abrupt. so so now one girl survives the other girl gets back to normal and like you said it goes back to normal they visit her grave and then they're like cool mom and then linda blair's like i love you mom i'm sorry we're cool now yeah. and then out of the clear and, blue and so here's what would save that if they left a little impression about because again we are set for two more films. Yes. If they even send it, Linda Blair was like, even if it's campy as it sounds, but this sounds like a superhero thing. If it was just like Batman Begins, she <laughs> goes, she goes, I've been investigating other things, mom. She goes, what? He goes, at least <laughs> it, goes, the demon left a calling card. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's the Give Joker. Give me a break. Like, 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 but even that would have yeah. been better than what they did because they gave it a conclusion. That's a full conclusion to the end of the film. So I'm wondering how they're gonna do a sequel. Or, or, I'm sorry, two more films. It was a super unsatisfactory conclusion because it didn't really tie anything up, but at the same time, you didn't leave yourself open for anything. Yeah, you're like, so, cool, okay. That- and I guess, yeah, sure, if Linda Blair comes back and does her thing, but I can't even trust them anymore because they put Ella Bur- Ellen Bernstein in for five, eight minutes, eight to ten minutes. I don't understand any of the – I have to – I honestly believe, EA, that they're – there's no way that this was the first cut. There had to have been some production issues that caused them to have to change the and way I'm they wrote the right story. I'm telling you right now, it was before the film. I think that Ellen Burstyn probably didn't have much of a part in this film at all and to begin with. You believe with. that? I don't. No, I think there was no part for her. And in fact, you can tell. You can tell. How? I'm, t- I'm thinking this was a normal, like, run-of-the-mill uh, possession movie, right? 
Well, how can I? You mean, but with the Exorcist title or without the Exorcist with title? With the Exorcist. Uh, because think, that's what's causing this problem is that Linda and them are all in it. No, but because they're reverting back to this. The no, I understand that. I think what's good. What, 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 There's what, the yawn. The first one of the night. First one. <laughs> I think the original yawn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. See now you're making me break down. I think original what happened was it was gonna be like an Exorcist prequel or whatever sequel, but oh. what they were gonna do was they would just mention things like name drop. I would have much rather preferred that. That, but I think that's what it was. That's what it needed but I think the studio's like, hey, we need something extra. Well, they didn't need any of the characters. And if they were going to do it, they should have went full force. And I do believe that it just felt so out of pocket, the stuff that they were doing when they were reverting back to the original. Let me Hold ask on. you a question. If the movie was my two girls are possessed and they don't know what to do, not even, uh, but but Linda Blair and, and Ellen Burson came and goes, we got this. Two people who just because they faced it like 30, 40 years ago, now that they can do it better than priests that helped them. Like, what? That's my problem. I'm with not saying that they were going to do the exorcism themselves. But no, no, but this is my problem with bringing Ellen Burstyn's character in the beginning. She didn't do shit in the first film. And what she learned. She mentions that too, by the way. She's, they're acknowledgeable of it. Like, that, yeah, she like, noticed that she, she says in the film, she goes, I didn't, I, she goes, I didn't witness it myself. I just saw everything leading up to it. Right. But, yeah. They're at the point of the movie where, like, well, we're, we're past that point. This is the problem we have: is that for 50 minutes she's not in the movie, yeah. and he's going off. No, no, no. My and point, then it reverts back to the sequel. Yeah, and, and I then, mean, to the original, you're right, like, Crap. but no. But then when you bring her in, yeah. what is she gonna do? Like the I, the scene you well, told who knows? me. No, but the scene you told me where she comes in. Yeah. What's the point? If she, that's or, the problem. No. I don't think this is the first. I don't know what the first, but it was so, so my, out of that's pocket. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think Ellen Burstyn's. No, character, I think she was in it. No, no, I just no, don't I know don't, what her no, role. No, 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 it was no, no. so weird. No, I'm telling you right now. I bet you anything. She was signed up. We at should the ask. last second because this makes no sense. Again, think about it rationally. What? What is her purpose in this film? Like, okay, her or her daughter, right? Let well, the, the clear purpose is that we're using her no, to no, no, cash no. grab. Listen, the only two people from those films, the reason why they would do anything for a plot wise is well, they're technically is, the only really the, two film yeah, stars left. Yeah. In the, you the know. other ones are dead, for sure, yeah. But my point <laughs> being is, no, but, like, the other people, like, they didn't do anything in the the actual exorcist. One was possessed and the other one was in the other room sitting down. Well, that's unfair for you to say that Linda Blair's performance wasn't good. She was the focal point. No, 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 no. I'm saying is that she didn't do anything. No, I'm talking I about know that, but her, this is why, character. this is the whole, and this is, what you're saying is the reason why everyone's hating it, because if you're going to put the characters in there, put the characters in there and give them a point. Like, maybe at the beginning of the film, like, hey, I don't know what's going on with my daughter. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, I know this. I Maybe it's this. Maybe we can call this lady. Right. Like, that would but have been better. But don't sell us on the fact that she's going to be in the movie for the whole time, and then you sideline her after 10 minutes in the film. Because be honest, what could she have done? Well, I don't know, but I would have no, liked but- to. I would have liked to have seen what a, a movie with 40 minutes of her in it, like we thought was going to happen, would look like. I would just like to see it. I don't know if it would work I'm out or not. Right now, no, I don't think it will work out. I'm going to tell Be you honest. this also, by the way. I wish they weren't in it at all because I think that's that what, what he saying. did for the first hour was unbelievable, and that's what the problem is, is that he has to go back. Regardless if the characters are in it or not, he has to go back. So that goes to my original point. What? Originally when they made this film, it had nothing to do with it. There was no real connection. No. They might have named that. See, again, I think it was just you named, I get what you're saying to that. I think the original plot line was, they would name drop a little bit. They probably like, hey, did you hear the case about her? Maybe that's her. Blah blah blah. I don't know. And I think they name dropped her. Then nothing was there. But then I the think studio, studio, studio saw the first rough cut, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna need Ellen Burstyn in this. 
And I can't think of a reason why they made this movie other than a cash grab. Seriously. Of course. Well, all movies are that way. That's, but, what? Well, nah, not everyone. No, I'm saying, like, there was no reason to make the movie. Well, I... I got a reason for why they make other movies. I'm telling you right now, you should have known that this movie... But we were doing so good, too, is the problem. And no, it didn't start off sucking. Yeah, I know. That's your... Well, I don't know. Maybe it did. I'm going by you off your opinion. No, it, it didn't. It didn't. Maybe other people didn't It was like really it. Maybe good. other people hated the whole film. What? No. You got... But also, you guys hate a lot of films, so... But anyway, I, I told you, that's why you don't go watch horror films at the movie theaters. Horror films are stupid. No, there's been a lot they're of good ones. stupid films. No, they're stupid films. They all are. Okay? They all are. There's a reason why. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but my, that's why you don't invest in horror films. No. Disappoint the you. Exorcist I had to, though. No, like, you know what? You know that Halloween series? I looked into it, okay? All three of them suck. No, the first this one's is, good. No, first all one's three of them good. really suck. The idea of Michael yeah. Moses. You didn't see them. Uh, listen, How do you Mike, say that? I watched you a little didn't... bit of the last one. I saw the, so you see, you see the end of the worst one. You think yeah. they all suck? No, but the first I read the plots. Oh, the plots. he read the plots, so yeah. he must know. I'm sorry, Michael Myers is stupid. That first of all, let's just be honest. Halloween is the dumbest, stupidest franchise That's I've ever true. seen. Yes, it is. It's you know fine what? if you no. don't like horror movies. No, no, no. no. All it is That's... is like I'm sorry, but he can't die. All of a sudden, he's supernatural. He's not supernatural. Anybody can die. He no, can who die. made him supernatural? The movies. The Halloween ends one did. Yeah. That's the only one, and no. that one was not good. Oh, also, man. Resurrection made him bad, and that's why that movie Halloween failed. H2O, Halloween... H2O did not make him that way. Yeah, they did. They, no. He was alive for 20 years, and keeps coming back. That doesn't mean he's a they ghost. They shot him. They shot him like Nobody 10, said he was a ghost until Resurrections yeah. and Listen, Ends. And it's a stupid Ends actually you don't even make him a ghost. John they just Car- make him John a, Carpenter uh, a weird just made, entity. Just made him a little pervert, because he's just trying to go get... People were hooking up. You ever up. seen the original? I did. It's so stupid. Oh, it's so dumbest. good. No, I'm sorry. Let's just be honest. Are all horror films, the, the classics are all dumb. You're all wrong. Dumb. You're just, we got to agree to disagree. I don't know what you're I, saying. I think Halloween's very stupid. I think the Friday the 13th, you, you, 13th movies are you stupid. You just don't like them, and that's okay. No, they're all you dumb. You think they're dumb, and you that's what, fine, you know what, what, they're not. What horror film I like, and they're, they hold up? Oh, God. Scream. Well, those are good. But just the I'll original the, three. The other good. ones suck too. No, uh, if you rewatch, I watched I rewatched four the other day. It's not as bad as no, I thought. Four was five bad. and six kill. They're awesome. No, five, first of all, we agreed that six sucked. No, six I no, I said six was good. Oh, I thought six No, sucked. six is great. I actually put six. I put this is getting way off topic. I put one first and then six. That's where I go. You know what movie you would actually like, I think? Are you you're a Star Wars fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would actually like the creator. Kid you not. No. You're not even going to try, but that's okay. You would actually like it. I even sat there during the movie, and I said, you know what? E would dig parts of this. E? E-A. You said E. I said E-A. Okay. Well, E-A would dig parts of this. You would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you don't think you would, but there no. there, there, would be, there were set pieces you'd be like, that's pretty dope. I like movies, and also when I get like, like for instance. You like superhero movies. Just no, but it. I also love military movies. And what I mean There's by no, that, I, have you I seen, can give you a load of military movies I guarantee no, no, you don't like. Uh, hold on, wait. You know the movie The Rock? Yeah. That's movies, a good movie. Similar to that. You know what scene I love in that film? Okay. The green smoke scene. Do you like Apocalypse Now? No. See, we can go We can go yeah. all day on this No, but no, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> about like, no. Do you know the, the, the scene I'm talking about? Yeah, the I know Rock, what you're talking about. Yeah. Where like he finally, uh, Nick Cage finally puts the green smoke up so he's right. safe. But they're like, last second, they're about to hit the island with bombs. Right. But when they finally see it, it goes, green smoke, green smoke. A bar. I love that, like that action. Like, a bar, a bar. like Those kind of things with the music. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. So you like some military movies. You don't like all. Some. Anyway, well, it looks like because you don't like Dunkirk. I, uh, Dunkirk is just a little boring. See, you don't like American Sniper, Lone Survivor. I love American Sniper. Zero Dark Thirty. I haven't seen it yet. Oh wow, Hurt Locker. 
I have you seen Men of Honor? Platoon, a few no, good men. No. Full metal, full metal jacket. No. What are you doing? Apocalypse now. You know what? It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You're just not a historian. Two different things. Okay. Moving I, on. I'm a history buff, but anyway. Sure. Um, okay. But anyway, I'm sorry that you did not like the I'll movie. Be there, I though. warned you. You know what I'm going to say? Uh. I'll be there on opening night for Deceiver, though. So. Yeah, you will. Cause you're, I'm you're, gonna you're give it a shot because I love the film. That I mean, I and, love the. And, 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 and it goes with much. you because again, like I said earlier, you are with the Satan people and wildly disappointing that it was. You're, you're with the Satan people and you like Satan stuff. I had a good run though with Saw X and the Creator. I had a Saw, good week a, a, there. Hey, good for you. You got yeah, Saw, Saw X, X and the, the Creator. Very good. Uh, but again, you know what's coming up? Oh. Flowers of the Killer Moon. I was waiting for you to say because I knew you'd say it wrong. Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> But nice try. Well, as it flowers, you know what? You know what's gonna be more fun than watching the movie itself is seeing if you stay awake for three and a half hours. Okay, listen, I watch Bollywood films. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, but that's Bollywood films. Can you stay awake for three and a half hours in an American movie that doesn't you're kind of like a, eh on? It does have a musical. You're kind of yeah, and you're kind of like ant on it. So I never said I was ant. Eh. I yeah. love Leo. Leo has not disappointed. Though I did not watch The Revenant. Like The Revenant, I haven't seen. I know that's where he won his Oscar. But I didn't watch it because I don't it's like. It's very good, but it's obvious that the Revenant Oscar was a sorry we missed you on the Wolf of Wall Street. Here you go. Yeah, that's what that is. All right, well that's talking popping. We don't have time for any more else because. Fine by me. Yeah, but we got to move on because we do want to talk about the last part of the weekend that really hurt you. It really ha- helped me get a little excited. Uh, this was, of course, around the time when I thought I had a relationship with that surgeon. Okay. But um, no, uh, around the time the Texas Rangers were winning and kicking ass. You know, me falling in love and everything else. There was a football game at the State Fair at the Cotton Bowl. It's called the Red River Rivalry or something. I don't know. Oh, can you try to say it? That's always the thing. Say it. Red, Rival- Red River hard. Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. <laughs> so you start to go. But uh, <laughs> it's between this team up north, the Oklahoma Sooners, and they face this team from Austin called the, um, what's it called? The University of Texas uh, Choke Artists. Okay. Oh, sorry, Longhorn, sorry. But they play like choke artists. Number three in the nation. Everyone's saying Texas is back. No, I didn't Texas say is back. Nobody Texas said. is back. They If they get past Oklahoma, they're going to run the schedule. I didn't say that either. They're, they have the best chance of winning the national championship. Didn't say that either. They're better than Georgia. They're better than Bama. I might have said that a little bit. Um. <laughs> And then they go play this game, and I'm watching. I'm like, huh. Did you watch it? We were all like, watching it. We were at work. Out. We were at work. We're all watching it here at the station. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, we had live correspondence down there. We had Daddy. Who was at the game? No, not at the game. Oh, I mean, like, okay. we had everybody at the Hooters uh, at West End, and Daddy was. We could get credentialed for that thing. You could have if you had Sean. I don't know. I but, but anyway, regardless, uh, we all were watching and all listening and. Yeah, you guys sucked it up. What happened there? Like I said, there's nothing you're gonna say to me that's gonna make me. What like, happened? I didn't you have this all in the bag? Who said that? I didn't I mean, say I had it in the bag. I mean, Oklahoma's. You know, they weren't playing well this year. I mean, this year they, they didn't play that great this game. <laughs> that's. Are they, are they won the game. Sir. I know they won the game. I'm they not won stupid. the game. I know. That's. I'm not saying that. First of all, to what happened? I would implore you to go listen to my Beaver Boys episode. Because you, you're going to get this idea that I was an apologist. You should hear what I said for a whole hour. Okay? okay no, no, I get it. I was going for everyone. We'll um, plug your Bevo. Say what? We'll plug your Bevo. 
the Bebo Boys. Yeah, we'll we'll plug it later. Not an apologist. I'm a huge fan. I'm not an apologist because <sighs> I've never been more disappointed. This I, I haven't hit, I haven't had a loss hit me this hard in a while. It's pretty upset. Well, we'll both we'll agree. This was a very sloppy game by both teams. Well, the, yes, but the thing is, is that we Texas rolled in. And we had been sold on the idea that, and it's true because the guys on the lines are talented. It's not that they're not talented. It's never been Texas like talent has never been not there. It's just, have they been able to use it? That's the problem. The defensive line, offensive line, more the defensive line have been playing pretty great all year long. Been manhandling everybody. Made a fool of Alabama for 60 minutes, basically on the, on the trenches. So everyone was like, all right. What we got here, Steve Sarkeesian, who I think is a good recruiter, and the reason that we are, he is. Are you going to laugh at that? I was sniffing. Okay, you better be sniffing. The reason that we are kind of where we're at is because he finally bucked up and started recruiting right, opposed to Tom Herman, who was just recruiting everybody that could run fast. Didn't matter if they fit the position or not. Changed the game for us. Problem is, we, we rolled up into Dallas, and... I hate saying this, but it felt like Oklahoma was way more on a mission than we were, which makes me so furiated because it's the Red River rivalry. If I can't get you to get as excited and wanting to prove a point as the other team on the other sideline, I don't know what you're doing there then. Yeah, Go home. If you watch the game from TV, you'd notice that Oklahoma was fired up. They were going – now, listen, they didn't play well. Like, they were sloppy. But we'll get to that. I, that's the thing, though. They were more energetic. They were going after those loose balls. They were going after other body. They were hitting with a little more ferocity. They were, like, jumping up and down every time they made a big play. And Texas seemed to be like, cool, we're in, we're in, a, we're in a combo. Well. And they kind of looked it up. They, their, their players kind of just, like, that first half especially. Didn't play good. They kind of moseyed into it. Like, like, bum, 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 like you know, like, they're just, you know, mediocre. And, you know. And then it didn't this, help that your quarterback completely oh, just give me a second. Out, got outplayed. You'll, you'll, you'll get but, your wish if you give me, like, a second. Just go ahead. Go, just, you know, just, I'm going to shut ready. up. Let me shut up. No, no, no. You're go good. Ahead. I'm just no, saying, no, no, like, you up. want me you, you guys go, want me, me to dog on Quinn Ewers. You're going to get your wish. Okay. So. Well, I'm just saying, I want to hear. Honestly, we're going to hear it. I want to hear right now. Give me the reason why they lost. I don't want to hear this blah, blah, blah. Let's hear it from the thing. Wait. Let's hear it. Give me your fucking real honest <laughs> opinion right now. I want to hear it. I want to know what happened. Okay, because we get it. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't take it seriously, blah, blah, blah. No, it's well, not that they didn't take well, it seriously. Let's, I don't let's think be that, real. I don't think the they took, I don't think it's that. They didn't take it. I think that Oklahoma, after losing 49-0, to zero, wanted to make a point that that was not the case. And they came in there, and they got hit in the mouth, and I don't think Texas was so well-equipped to deal with it. And too many self-inflicted penalties. That The issue was, there was two issues. You can't really say there's one issue. There's two. Quite frankly, everybody played bad except for Jonathan Brooks, the running back. Yeah. Which, funny enough, he only got seven carries in the first half. The best player on the team at the point of time only got seven. Whatever. So Every, that's a play calling issue. Uh, I'll get there too. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a lot of lane to go around. Self-inflicted penalties plus the offense, for the love of God, cannot convert down in the red, and that's that. It's just all a problem that accumulated over the course of 60 minutes, and. The momentum in this game, if you've watched this game since you were born, you know the momentum in this game is wild. A single seven-yard play 
sounds like a touchdown if you're standing outside the stadium. It gets that wild. So you can't expect there's going to be plays back and forth. You can't expect that all of a sudden a moment, the momentum is going to die and you're going to be able to be calm and everything. The game's going to be wild throughout. So I'm never worried about that. If Texas hits a big run or if Oklahoma hits a huge 60-yard bomb, I go, that's what it is. That's how the game works. I'm not worried about that. The problem is, is that Texas kept shooting themselves in the foot. False starts that they never did before. They couldn't get any, they couldn't get any movement on the offensive line, which had not happened all year. They, they were getting injured, which did not hurt. Our center went down. So it's like, great, you suck already, and now your center goes down. Yeah. So we put in a true freshman who, quite frankly, Robertson did pretty okay. I was pretty impressed with them. He held his own. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. But you allowed five sacks on the defensive side. You couldn't get any penetration. Dylan Gabriel, who's not that great but is known to be a runner, you can't get a penetration, so you let him run. You let him go crazy. He ends up being the leading rusher for the entire team. Your, your safeties, Ryan Watts, who was out, which sucks, ended up being that you realized how big of a focal point he was. Your safeties couldn't cover. Catalan had an issue. Jalen Ford, who was supposed to be the MVP of the defense, had an awful game. Awful game. Looked so slow. Didn't know what he was doing. Almost looked like a, uh, what was his name? Pulling it back. Who was the Cowboys? 54? Uh, I try to forget his name. Jalen. Jalen. Jalen what? Oh, Jalen Smith. 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 Looked like Jalen Smith at that point. And so you had all that. Jonathan Brooks only gets seven carries in the first half. Jordan Whittington, the receivers couldn't get any any separation. I get it. I hear this. I the reason I'm not getting to Quinny is because there's a lot to say. But I hear I hear this whole thing about well, Oklahoma's holding in a face mask and this and then I don't want to hear any of that because we had plenty of opportunities to win the game. We had plenty of opportunities to win the game. Why don't you try to score in the red zone? Why don't you try to score within eight inches of your end zone? You know Why don't you try to score without throwing picks on the second play of the game? You know Why don't you try that? You know what's funny is what? that you're describing the Cowboys. No, I've been saying for three years that no, no, Texas and the no, Cowboys no, no. are synonymous. Yeah, yeah. It, they it, play it, exactly the same. They have been in the, this game directly with San Francisco in this game. You know, it was much closer for Texas because at the end they, they tried to get it to go a little together. Um, um, but it, you're right. You know, I would look over the screen. I'm like, okay, well, Oklahoma scored. But, oh, Texas is driving. They got into the red zone. And then I look up. I'm like, oh, did he? Oh, he got picked. Oh, and then I, I and then I look back over yeah. the screen every now and then because you know the Rangers game started, so I started ignoring the thing, and then oh, it was yeah, I started like we gotta watch the Rangers instead. <laughs> oh, so we started watching the Rangers game in the second half. I'm like, okay, Texas got this; they're gonna wake up, and they didn't. And it waited till like the like the the fourth quarter before they started getting like a little bit of momentum and they started moving the ball well, like. It they waited till the fourth quarter to play good ball, which they've been they all year they've been a fourth quarter team, which I wasn't worried about. The issue is, is that okay? By God, if you if you can't trust your defense to hold a team to three points within a minute, I don't know what we're doing here. Because whatever you want to say about oh, Steve Sarkeesian should have went for it on the fourth down and actually should have. No, no, stop that. Oh no, stop! You gave him too much time. No, sure, but here's the thing: is that it was twenty-seven to twenty-seven. There's a minute and 17 left when they kick that field goal, okay? They're up by three, 30 to 27. All Steve Sarkeesian, he took the lead. That's what you want, right? He took the lead. 
all he's asking you to do as a defense is to not let them get in the end zone in a minute and 17 seconds. And they pipe that thing all the way down in 50 seconds. They get down within the 30 within 15 seconds. If you, You're never going to win a ball game. I don't care if you go for it or you don't. You're never going to win a ball game if your defense is giving up well, that big of chunk that, plays. But here's and, my thing. Here's the thing. Why would you consider that? Okay, let's just be honest. Your defense wasn't getting it done the no, entire No, they were. Game. Stop that. I don't know where that narrative is coming. They've stopped them plenty of times. It was tied 27-27. Bro, they allowed 27 effing points. That should be enough to win a ball game. They gave them plenty of opportunities. How about Quinn Ewers doesn't throw an interception on the second play of the game? How about he doesn't fumble the ball when he no. goes and runs it out? No, no, how fair, about how fair, about fair. you score? How about you score eight inches from your goal line? Why don't you do all that? Oh, but you there were so many opportunities. Jordan, out, and quite me. honestly, we're lucky to be in the ball game because Dylan Gabriel had actually not a very good game, and they dropped a couple touchdown passes. No, no so doubt. let's not act. Like, it's all Steve Sarkeesian's fault because it's absolutely not. This is everybody's fault. It is everybody's, but again. But going for it on a fourth down when you could take the lead and you only have a minute 17 left and you can't rely on your defense to stop them getting into the end zone. They could have let a field goal happen and we would have went to overtime. So what are y'all talking about when you're saying I'll tell you. What? I'll tell you. What? Calm down. I'll tell you. The game's been over for about a few days now. I'm upset. Listen. You're at fourth and four. Your defense, in my opinion, wasn't great all game. I don't you know where allowed, you get that idea, but all right, okay, we'll you go are, with it. You, it's 27 points a lot for uh, 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 to give up against for just vaunted Texas defense? No. That, what are you talking about? They don't give up that much. How many points do they give up a game? How many points? Do you know off the top of your head? No, That's I what don't. I thought. What they give up 13. Much, they give up 13. Dylan Gabriel is considered a Heisman quarterback at this point. You don't think 27 is that big of a deal? You can win that game. Okay, but you 27 saw, oh no, but points, you watched EA? the game. You watched the game, right? What? Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, and I saw plenty said, of times where they stopped him. Okay, but they also, times. but there are plenty of times you said that even Dylan, Dylan Gabriel, uh, Gabriel dropped. They, they sure. had two dro- touchdowns drop. Sure. So you know that your defense wasn't having the best game. Okay? Not in a minute and 17 seconds, though. If it was a five minute But that even proves my point what are then. you talking about? That even proves my point then. That the fact of the matter is that the defense still, that's the same defense all week long, and they still it's not, gave the it up in The defense never once in the entirety of the four-hour game up until that point allowed Dylan Gabriel to score in a minute and 15 seconds. So why did they, they chose that that moment there to just start getting the worst performance of their careers? Uh, yeah. Did you go see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? I watched it. Did you it, see yeah. the final? Did yeah, you see I it? I did. It was awful. Watched. It was awful. We switched over. You cannot. Oh, you, so you didn't watch it. So you don't no, even know what you're talking no, about. No, I said we you switched. No, I didn't know what you're talking about. I said we No, I said I did see it. We switched over from the Rangers game back and forth. Me you and play prevent defense. When does that ever work? Never. If you tell Malik Muhammad to play ten yards deep past I the receiver, when is that going to help? You're still somewhat midfield uh, around that point. I'm fourth and four. I'm sorry. I'm going for it to make sure that I get a touchdown. I feel going to get it in this game. Oh, it uh, wasn't going to get it. It I, wasn't going to get I it. I don't care. I don't care. That they, they, they celebrated too much. I knew it. The minute they kicked the field goal, I said it's over. You guys are idiots. Man. No, everybody <laughs> knew that. Everyone what? knew that the Oklahoma was going to score on that. You guys are. even Okay, well, let's say this. So let, let's say let's, let's say he goes say, for it. No, let's say he goes for it and yeah. he doesn't get it. You lost the ball game. Well, let's say he goes for it and kicks the field goal and they miss. I mean, there's chances that he can miss the field goal. So what, so now, so now you're now you're telling him. So let's say he doesn't get it. What happens then? Please go ahead. Tell me what happens. Well, you then. have no choice. No, tell me what happens. But I'd rather then. go for it on fourth down. He goes for it on fourth and four, and he doesn't get it. So hold on, he has a chance to take the lead with Bert te- Auburn. Who's but this, you're you're trusting this Texas offense to that, to do bigger things later down the road. They can't get four yards, fourth and four, when the, the game's on the line. Can, can, They've can, never can, been. Can they have. The, the offense has not been good all year long. 
has not been that great then, all year long. Then How that's the problem. Why are we hyping them up as this great thing? You're the one that said they should go for it then. I'm saying they should go for it because either way they What happens if he it. doesn't get it? No, you tell me. What happens if he doesn't get it? Then they didn't. They, they're, what they're happens screwed. if he doesn't get then it? Then they're at, at midfield. Where does that midfield, where do they go from there? Because they, they don't get it, and now they got 50 yards to work with with the minute and 17, opposed to kicking it, taking the lead, and now having to go so the length of the football field. Let me ask you a question. Whose problem is it that they played previous defense? Why did Steve Sarkeesian— What do you think I've been saying? What do you think I just said? You said Sarkeesian's not the problem. I said that that issue is not the problem. Just because he chose to go for it does not make okay, them. But overall, that's not the wrong decision. I still think it's the wrong decision. But second Why? of all, Why? I go for the, I want to get more. The way that game was playing, you had to get a touchdown in that moment. Everyone knows that. Nope. You have to. You have to get it. You have to get the touchdown. You have to make sure that they can't. That the most that they can do is tie you. Because there's no way your defense was going to allow just three points on that drive. I everyone knew it was. I sat there and talking to Baldy there. I was like, they're done. They're not going to score. Or they're, they're going to score. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't care what team you are. If your defense is going to allow a touchdown in a minute and 17 seconds, then they didn't deserve to win that game. Nobody's going to win a football game. You could be the Dallas Cowboys but or the team. Let's from the just 70s. be honest. The game wasn't lost on fourth and four and all that. No, but they, you guys want to talk about it like it was. Well, it was. No, but, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, that was part of no, it. No, it wasn't. It was part of it. No, it but, was. But let's be honest. Let's overlook at the other thing. How about your quarterback play? Yeah, no. Because you guys give Quinn Ewers all the passes in the world. I don't. I don't. Understand that. I don't. I th- I, he I'm had a, an abysmal first interception. I think Quinn Ewers is kind of overrated. In I my think opinion. he's not been so great. I think he's had flashes where we go and we go, look at that. That's unbelievable. I think a lot of people were hyping him up to be. I I know. Uh, listen, I know everything about him at this point. I have done so much, so much yeah, stuff on him. I think that I'm not. I know everything you can. He was hyped to be a Heisman guy. To, to lead Texas to the next uh, to the next uh, generation. He can't and throw he the can't, ball. He, he, he can't throw the football. I don't care what y'all say. He can't throw the football. It doesn't look like he can. He can throw the football. Listen, I I do I do believe this. He cannot throw it accurately. He can throw the football as far as Patrick Mahomes can. Problem is, he can't throw it to his receivers. It. What's the point of throwing it a seventy yard football if you can't get it? If you can't get it to somebody? so why 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 give him the nod? Why why him right now? Is Arch Manning next year? Is he going to be not going? No, but you you don't you're not going to do that because Arch Manning has a red shirt year and Quinn Ewers is good enough to get you somewhere. Is he? Yeah, he's at least good enough. To I mean, get you just you. made it sound like he's one of the worst quarterbacks. No, I didn't say it like no no he's not he's not bad enough to get. I'm not saying like that. Like he's not a bad enough quarterback to give you to five and seven. He's a good enough quarterback to get you 10 wins. I don't know if he's a good enough quarterback to win you a championship. But Arch Manning, when you have that, you don't you don't want to give him a red shirt, move on. Well, give him was that. Q, let me ask you this question. Is he good enough to beat Oklahoma? He did last year. No, but like he again, flat out did we're, last we're, year. Okay, but this year, can he do it? Like was he good enough going into this This year, this year this he did game. not play good enough. Going into this game, going I would have said game, he was good enough. Yeah. Still good. So, do you think it was just I don't think so he what, was I don't think what he was happened? What happened? Because what I want to know is what I happened. I don't think he can read defenses. I, I, I've, I've been saying it since Southlake. I don't think he can read defenses. So do you think that Oklahoma I think when there's knew, a floater safety, he has no clue. Do you he think Oklahoma just eyes? had enough tape what? on it? Do you think Oklahoma had enough tape on them to just they have a whole year. Key, key in on the, on the whole, defense? They have, they have a whole 10 games to look at him. They have plenty of tape. What are you talking about? No, I know. Like, yeah. did they just key in on him? Because I'm asking you what happened. You're not answering my question. I, told I want you to know what happened is from a Texas fan. I think that he won. One, I don't think he can read defenses all that well. Therefore, he throws interceptions. Mm. Two, he leads with his eyes. I don't think it's that hard as a defender to follow where the ball is going to go. There's the first interception, by the way. Three, he is not that great of a runner, but he can run. However, 
he got a little too cute on his fumble, and that's what happens when you do that. He so fumbled that football. If that's Third, the kid. The second interception, who everyone's saying it's on Jatavion Sanders' fault, not really. He threw it too high, which is always the problem with these receivers is they have to come back and adjust to the way he throws the football. They never get caught in stride. That's a problem. So with a quarterback like that, what makes you think that this is a title contending team? I never said they were. I never said that they were going to win the title. I said that we'll see what happens. I never once said Texas is back. I don't know where everybody got that. Because I haven't said I, they were you, number three in the nation. Could, I don't care. You could check the tape. I've never said that. I've never once said that Texas is back. Never, ever. You're back when you win a championship. We can talk after the season. I think what happened was you're not per- back. What, what, not, I've not said that they were back. I don't know who did, but I didn't. Who well, said it? A lot of people did. Who's not me? Okay, I didn't say okay. it. That's fine. I didn't say it. All right, calm down. This team's got so many holes. Well, here's my thing. It's just the fact that, I and think- I didn't tell them to rank them number three. Quite honestly, I didn't want to be ranked number three. To be fair, I didn't want to be ranked number three. Number nine, I, I don't even know about that. I think what happened. Can I, can I talk? What? Sure. You're putting words in my mouth. That's okay. I didn't put words All in my right. mouth. I said, why did people say it? I said, people. Are you people? No. I said, why did people say it? You guys are going to see. Never mind. I'll let you talk real quick. Okay. All I'm asking is, I think, what, or what I'm saying is, I think that Bama win really showed people, like, oh, my God, because the it, fact of the matter is, it is a, that was an impressive win. Because, because everyone tried to poo-poo Alabama. Now look what they're doing. <laughs> They're well, good. No, no, no. What I'm They're trying to good. Say, no, no. Alabama's good, but what I'm trying to say is that the fact is that you went into Alabama at their place and beat them by ten points. We did multiple times. Like the the game went back and forth, but like you, you had to get back up multiple we times. We lost the lead 10. and we came up and we yeah. beat them by double digits. We played very good. That that's that's impressive. And we and played I think good off, against Kansas, who dropped a fifty piece yesterday or Saturday. It was but, very good. But I think that's the problem, is that the Alabama win is what people are going off. Well, they always do that. They always go off of, like, the same thing happened last year with Quinn Ewers. They go, well, if he could just channel what he did against Alabama, and we're six seasons, six games past that, you know, in that in that time. So it always happens like that. And the biggest, one of the biggest concerns about Texas and the one of the knocks on them for years and years is they play down to their level of competition, and they hadn't done that this year. They had not played down to the level of competition. That's why they're 5-0, and where they were 5-0. and And then they get into Oklahoma, and they, they do not – Look it up. They don't call, They do not get penalties ever. They've played clean football almost the entire year. They didn't have a single penalty in that entire Alabama game, and they had more penalties in this game they've had all year. They played awful. They didn't cover anybody. They. I don't want to say they weren't ready. I don't know if they were fully expecting Oklahoma to be that good. And quite so then, honestly, I would say. Can I counter counter that then? Sure. If that's the case, if they didn't fully expect that, then again, that goes to your coaching. Oh, I'm not saying he's exalted. I'm, I'm just not, saying I'm for saying that fourth enti- down, not, not I'm not going to give him crap. But I'm talking about the entire coaching staff. You yeah, should know. Yeah, for sure. And listen, I'm not, I don't want to exalt him. My best friend, Tashar Choice, is Dallas running back coach. So, um, oh, is he really? You don't know that Tashar Choice is your running back coach? No, I didn't know that he was your friend. <laughs> you don't know Tashar Choice and me are like good buddies? When have we ever had that conversation? Oh, show you my phone. I I believe you. It's okay. No, it's okay. Me and me and TC. I'll go away. He was a he was co-host of BFB oh. at one point. So, I anyway, you. I love that coach. I love Tashard, and I, I want to give respect to that coaching staff. But to me, that's number one. This is a rivalry game. Everybody knows about this game. It's hyped. There's a reason why there's so much, you know, surrounding the, you know the state fair and the big game and the Red River rivalry. So for them not to be prepared, wow. that is. Very fishy to me, the fact that they're not prepared or didn't expect Oklahoma to come with their best game. Kudos to your running back room, though. They were, they were ready. 
They were. Your guy was yeah. ready. They were. Your, guy, your guy's got one of the best running backs in the nation, That's arguably what, top yeah. two, which is pretty um, impressive. Moving on. So, with the loss, we're going forward. What What do you see as the uh, – I think they have an easy schedule going forward. I do see a pitfall with Kansas State. I think uh, they'll be okay. The problem is is that if you play like you did on Saturday, you will lose another game. I I don't think they're going to do that next this week. Well, or I, no, no, it's not like this week. Um, BYU is a game that you might lose, and K State is also a game. Texas you, Tech. No, if you if you guys want to be in the conversation so bad, but Texas Tech is going to beat you guys. I know. Congratulations, you beat uh Baylor, who's like one of the worst teams I've seen in quite yeah, some time, and we destroyed Houston. Yeah, they're also one of the worst teams I've seen in quite some okay. time. Keep okay. going with a backup quarterback. They're awful. Okay, they're awful. Backup quarterback. All right. Tyler uh, Shuck doesn't really count, constitute as a starting quarterback, but we can have another wow. conversation for that. The man is hurt right now. <laughs> we can have another and conversation just, another just day about on that. him. Okay, they're five and one. Can the they win out? He was the starting quarterback. Oh, I know. Trust me, I got a lot of tape on him too. <laughs> he was an Oregon Duck. There's a reason he's not playing there anymore. Wow. But five and one. Do I think they can win out? Should they win out? Absolutely. I think it's a little obnoxious that fans are saying, we'll see you in December because you can't guarantee anything. Let's say Quinn Ewers goes out and Malik Murphy comes in and he's not as good as we thought, even though I do think he will be. You never know. You could lose another game if you play like you did against on Oklahoma on Saturday. You could easily lose to BYU. You will, by the way. I will not name it easily. You will lose to BYU if you play like you did on Saturday when they come back. Why are you pointing your finger at me like I'm your child? Just, I'm, it's like a one. It's a point. You know, no, right? you pointed it. Like you will I'm lose to side. them if you do that. Okay. Yeah. This. So, you know what's funny? You are such a wholesome, nice guy. But when it comes to Texas football, there's like a dark side in you. Yeah. It's different. It's it I'm, is I'm different. different. Like you're like evil. Like, this is this. I. I've been going to games since I've been like five years old. And of so course, like, I do. <laughs> and I, I I've been meaning to get him on here. I do need to get Dedamore on here because you and Deddy talk in Texas football with each other. It would be hilarious because I'm pretty sure Daddy and you think differently about this team, and to see you two fight would be hilarious. To Daddy me. was giving them passes that I wouldn't give. Yeah, and, Daddy uh, was calling holdings, and I'm like, "Why don't you tell Quinn Ewers to stop throwing picks? You know that pick counted for seven points, right? Yeah, that pick led to them being in the 20 yard line, and that's seven points off the bat. What's 34 minus 30? Four points. Oh my God! If you score, let go seven, you win the game. See, Daddy, did you tell that to Daddy? There's plenty. Nah, I'm not gonna fight with somebody on Twitter. Um, so you're going to say it on your podcast? Sure, we can do that. I already said okay. it on my podcast last well, night. did you say to Daddy, though? Did you? Oh, no, no, no. I haven't talked to him. I'm not yeah, gonna well, I'm going sure, right to take this clip. But that's why That's why I'm it. so passionate. I've been going no, to games I, my I entire understand. life, listen, man. This is, this, is, this, is my, this is what I – this is my team. I love Texas Tech, but I'm not that passionate about them to I get like, – I mean, I literally got – I mean, I watch – No, like, I, I am the proponent of Longhorn it, Network. Because you told me what – your dad was a big Longhorn fan. Yeah, my 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 dad went to UT, and so so it's like a father to son thing. Right, my mom went to Tech, my dad went to UT, and so I ended up being on the UT fandom side. And Did your brother go to Tech on the Tech fandom? No, your, no, he's a Texas fan. He's as big wow, as a fan your as mom's I am. like by yourself. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. is. She is. Wow. So, so I think another proof. Remember, I said earlier you don't love your mother. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they can win out. They should win out. But there's there's just no margin for error anymore. And if this is as bad as it's going to get then that's great. The problem is that if you play like this again, you'll lose. And we've seen this thing again. And I'm not trying to go 9-3 and three anymore, EA. This team's too good. The team's more talented than Oklahoma. Well, you keep saying that, but then you also say they're not good enough. They have too many holes. What is they it? They do have too many holes. 
So they're good. At, so I'm sorry if they have too many well, holes, they don't deserve to go to the Big Twelve Championship. But not holes that they can't clean up. That's not what I'm saying. I'm you, saying see, that's, that's the problem with what? you. One one second you're like, man, you no, it. this team is not Texas back. They don't deserve to be I there. I never know. I but don't then think you're like we're no. done with nine and three. I don't we think don't any work, Texas work. team is back until they win the whole thing. I'm saying this team has holes that, but I do believe they get cleaned up. However. I think this team is talented enough to go 11-1. I picked them to go 11-1, so technically I'm still perfect. You know, there's my one loss. But I'm not I'm not going to sit here and Wait take a minute. A, what? Where did you have their one loss, though? Being... I had them against Alabama. I had it uh, against Alabama. Okay, so the, okay, I just want yeah. to make sure. Yeah. Um, oh, no, we're real on the Bevo boys. Don't worry. We're real. There's been times where we, during the Tom Har- Harmon era, we were picking them to go like 7-5. We were okay. We're flat out real, man. Can I can I be a guest on the Bevo? Booth? You don't even like Texas. This will be funny. I'll just come in there and be like, "What's up?" And cause Texas havoc. Yeah. And you know what else? I just want to say this to end this is that everyone was like, "Well, if that's Oklahoma's A plus game. We played our F game, then we're good." Oklahoma did not play their A plus game. Oklahoma no. played a B game, man. No, I, I don't. They had I issues. will say this. I love the Oklahoma. Dylan fans. Gabriel did not play all that great. I'm sorry. The, yeah, the Oklahoma fans that are coming out the woodwork and just going, yeah. "Yeah, let's go soon, Boomer sooner." Yeah. yeah, no, calm down. Issues. Okay, we're lucky that we won the game, lost the game only by four. Yeah, Oklahoma they, they, could. They had, gave it up. Yeah, they, they gave chances, up a lot, but they did not play their A plus game. We lost to a B team, uh, Oklahoma. We did because we played like F. So let me ask you a question: If yeah. they, if you guys do meet again in the national, the, the Big Twelve Championship game, uh, and you let's yeah. say they clean up their effort, let's say A game versus A game, do you think Texas wins? Yeah, this team is way more talented than Oklahoma, flat out. It I just is, make sure I'll and have that's you on usually record. how history. Tells I'm having it. you on record. So when the when the Longhorns when they lose, lose again, but you know what's not going to happen because what's really going to happen is that you're going to lose on Thanksgiving uh, to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So that's it for uh, a little bit of college football talk. We'll get more into it, but now it's time for picks. Do I get to do it? No. I mean, like, you tried that one time. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but I'm used to a certain thing. Okay? All right. um, As you know, these are done. These are picks early. As you know, we were recording this much earlier than normal. So uh, any of these lines that I say might drastically change as the weeks go on. All right, Creighton? Oh, yeah, don't, I'm good. All right, so are you ready? Sure. How about this? Thursday night football, get ready. The Broncos, those Sean Payton Denver Broncos, they lost to the fucking Jets. <laughs> Told to stay humble. Yeah, and Nathaniel Hackett got his revenge. But uh, the Broncos <laughs> the game host in the, uh, on the road against the Chiefs. Do the Taylor Swifts take a, a, a loss? She was not at that game. She wasn't, and, and it's they funny, did it. but Fox Sports Radio said yeah. that, oh, her plane or private jet was spotted in Minnesota. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, so. They know what they're doing. Um, the guy in Detroit, real quick, the guy in Detroit was like, it's not Taylor Swift, but we have Eminem. And I was like, oh, my God, we're starting this whole celebrity in the box thing. That's funny. But Who, who would Dallas be? Who would Dallas be? Well, Jessica Simpson, I guess, would have to be the one. No, she's gone now. She's probably oh, doing Maren the- Morris. It's, well, right now it's Post Malone. I'm down for that. Works for me. One of my and favorites. Rob Lowe for some reason. Oh, my God. All right, all so, right, so who you got? I have Travis Kelsey as my first overall pick on my fantasy team. I need he's a big game. Right. He's doing all right, too, he's by doing, the way. He's doing fine. He got a little tweaked up, but I think he just kind of like. I thought Taylor out, Swift yeah. cursed him. but I know. So I don't have any faith in the Broncos. Who knows how long Russell Wilson will actually last in Denver. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs big. Ten and a half, I'll take it. Okay, well, I'm going for the Chiefs, but not by ten and a half. I think the Broncos give him a little trouble. It's Thursday Night Football. The Chiefs haven't been the Chiefs True. this year, so we got to move on quickly. Uh, Commanders and Falcons. 
Uh, give me, what do you think, the two and a half by Atlanta at home? B. John Robinson is on the Falcons, and the Commanders are an NFC East opponent. I need the Falcons to win because I have to play Drake London this week in my fantasy. <laughs> so give me the Falcons. Give me Bijan. Give me Ritter, who they said is like the – did you hear what one of the receivers said or something? Mm-hmm. So he's like, this dude's the real deal, one of the tight ends. And I was like, I, I was like, whatever. So give me the Falcons. Give me the Commanders. Uh, they get a rebound, and I think that uh, I believe in the Commanders right now. I think they're a good football team, a good young football team. Give me the Commanders to upset those Falcons. How about in the international series, the Ravens go on the road to the Titans in London, and uh, Baltimore's favored by three. Uh, really bad way they ended this, uh, their game against Pittsburgh. Yeah. You think Baltimore uh, recovers? They had a rough go. Uh, international games are very interesting this year, aren't they? They're, yeah. they're really going for it. I read that the – the reason Jacksonville got to stay over, you know, between the two games, they were testing to see if a team coming over to London every now and then would affect the way they play, like if the Bills, yeah. and opposed to the Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars staying, to test to see if they should add a team I in like London that. at one point. I love point. how they're testing it. So I don't know. Will we get a team in London one day? I think if the NFL could own the whole world, they would. So give me, with all that being said, I like Lamar Jackson. I like the Ravens. I think they bounce back. They're still 3-2 and two, nonetheless. They're the same record as the Cowboys, for crying out loud, so they can't be too bad, right? They had an awful game, but give me the give me the Ravens in London. I'm going with it. How about Seahawks-Bengals? Yeah, uh, which one did you pick? You didn't get the Oh, pick. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I thought yeah. I did for some reason. I don't know. No, give me the Ravens. I think a bounce-back game for them because that was really laughable how they ended yeah. it. Lamar Jackson, when he fumbled that ball, it looked like he didn't realize that the ball was fumbled. True. It just Definitely looked like he was not. like, huh? And then there was a football <laughs> on the ground. Uh, so I hope they recover. And I don't believe in the Titans as much as a lot of people do. Right. They have been very mediocre. They're the most boring football team. Uh, moving on, let's go see Seahawks. The 3-1 and one Seahawks, very surprising. A lot of people. Oh, not this guy, though. <laughs> not you. Not you. Uh, they're going the road to face off the Cincinnati Bengals, 2-3. and three. Cincinnati at home. Joe Burrow looking like he's getting a little bit back to normal. Um, I don't know if his uh, foot problems are gone completely, but he looks like he's doing well. He is. He and the Bengals are favored by two and a half. Interesting line. If Joe Burrow could hand the ball off to Joe Mixon a hundred times so he could run for a thousand yards in this game, that'd be great. However, like I said, the Seahawks are my NFC championship contenders. I picked them to be in that championship along with the Cowboys of all people. So what am I looking like? But with that being said, I love Seattle. I love Geno Smith. Give me the Seattle Seahawks over the Bengals, even though the Bengals have a few of my fantasy players. In AFC South. You didn't oh, pick. Sorry, I don't know why. I'm just ready oh to like, move God. on. I, don't know. Uh, the, I got the Seahawks winning. I'm really oh, impressed really? by the Seahawks lately. They, they're like that tough, gritty team. They're not really that talented overall, like super talented. Yeah. Uh, you know, Geno Smith is still a below-average quarterback, in my opinion, but he's making it work. You like uh, that, I love um, – and the receiver. Which one? The, the You know who I'm talking about. DK Metcalf? DK Metcalf. I love him. He's just a physical oh, specimen. the Cowboys out. Um, but give me the Seahawks to win big there over the Bengals. This game, a battle of the AFC South. Two, three, and two teams. The Indianapolis Colts. Richardson, the quarterback, is he the real deal? As he goes to take on Trevor Lawrence, the deal deal. <laughs> Jacksonville's favored by four. They're finally back home in actual Jacksonville, not in London. Who do you got? Who do you think? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. You're, you and Trevor Lawrence are butt buddies. How many touchdowns is Trevor Lawrence going to throw this week? I'm going with 75. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, and the hair, and Travis Etienne, and Christian Kirk, and all those boys riding high off a good showcase against the Buffalo Bills in London and Atlanta. It's time. Jacksonville Jaguars going to the Super Bowl, baby. Beating the Colts. <laughs> I got the Colts. Aww. I got the Colts uh, covering, and I got the Colts winning. I think the Colts, Anthony Richardson, comes out and gives us a surprise victory on the road, and Trevor Lawrence is going to be like, what? Sure. All right, how about this game? The battle of the NFC North, the Vikings, the mighty Vikings against those Chicago Bears. The Bears, you know, finally got a win. They're both 1-4. and four. Minnesota, though, a road two-and-a-half-point favorite. Does, do the Bears continue to tank for Caleb Williams, or do they get a surprising victory? Unfortunately, this might be the game that gets played on the airways of Fox and DFW, which is sucky. But regardless, I had the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is one of my fantasy quarterbacks. And I just don't think the Bears – I think they. I think luckily they, they got a win. They caught some magic. But overall, I just don't think they're that great. And – I just don't see it. I don't see how the Bears can win this game. Same. Go it's going to be a close one because the Vikings have struggled mightily right. this season. They're just a below-average team. But you know what? They're, they have the better quarterback, in my opinion. When you have the better quarterback, you're usually going to win. So um, give me Kirk Cousins to win that game. Uh, this one isn't going to be a – well, on paper, the, the, the betting lines don't have it as – a big game. Another yawn. Another yawn. If you have three yawns on the bingo, you win. <laughs> the 49ers, the dominant team of the NFC, is going on the road to face the Cleveland Browns, though San Francisco is only favored by five on the road, which is pretty low. I thought it would be much higher, but what do you got? Nice, but still, then again, take away the three from Cleveland. Now you're looking at eight overall, and you're starting to get to a higher number, but I think the 49ers go 6-0, as simple as that. I just think they're too good. I think they got too much to show, and they're going to ride a high off of I don't know what they did against the Cowboys. And obviously, Christian McCaffrey's like scored in the last 15 games, so they're going to spot him seven points, I'm sure, and Brooke Purdy's whatever. So I'm actually going to give them a loss. Take I think the I Cleveland Browns are going to give them a loss. I think they're going to they're riding high off that dem- demolition of the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're just sitting thinking, saying, oh, well, we just took out the one, what some people thought might be their our biggest threat in the NFC. What is the Cleveland going to do? I think Deshaun Watson comes in there, puts a decent game up, and I do think, you know, with Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns, I don't know. Like, I know they're, they, they've they been very up and down, but uh, this was supposed to be your Deshaun Watson was going to come back, and they've struggled. <laughs> but their defense is actually pretty legit. And, yeah, you know, Miles yeah. Garrett is a, is a force to be reckoned with. Maybe, you know, I think that because they're they're on the road, I think San Francisco struggles a bit, I'll and Cleveland it. gets a, uh, a upset victory there. That'd be nice. My God, that would be nice. All right, so this is going to be a big game on Fox. The Lions, the Detroit Lions, the surprise team everybody's talking about, in my opinion, might be better than the Dallas Cowboys right now. They're just playing. I just love the way they play. Yeah. Um, they're on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who also are surprising. They're at three and one. The Lions are at four and one. The Lions are a three-point road favorite. Who do you got in this matchup? The Bucks are playing good football, and Baker Mayfield has actually fit pretty well within that. I was actually surprised that they are now three and one. Did not did not think it would happen. And the Lions, I think we were all kind of like waiting for this to happen. They kind of showed inklings of it last year, and we were kind of like, okay, coming into this year, let's see what they can do. And they're kind of st- finding their stride. Now they're four and one. They look great. 
Oz toss-up for me, EA. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Lions, and I think it's going to be a close one. I'm going to rock with Detroit. I just think they're going to edge them out by the end of the game. I think I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers, after that loss to the Eagles, I really think they want to just come back and, you know, they, they I think they think they're better than that. Yeah. And I also think that their defense is very legitimate. Like, it I, is. It, it really is a strong defense to go against. So Baker Mayfield may be riding high off that Oklahoma win. Well, it depends. How many corn dogs did he eat while he was the guest picker at the fair? I think he doesn't eat corn dogs. Oh, no, I'm pretty, like I'm pretty sure. I think he got the. I think everybody that goes to Tampa Bay now, that TB12 is still there. Fourth That's yard. four. That's four. Oh, the green stuff. Yeah, maybe they're all. Oh, you know, God. Tampa Bay is all about TB. I heard that stuff's know. nasty. Yeah, that's why I would never look like uh, Tom Brady. Can't eat that crap. All right, I'm gonna go. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers and the upset win against the Lions. But that should be. A, I hope Fox carries that game. That should be a fun one. Um, and then uh, the Cardinals against the Rams. The Cardinals were 1-4. and four. It's a divisional matchup. The Rams are on a little bit of a upswing. They're 2-3 and three now, but they get Cooper Cup back. The Rams are favored by 6.5. Yeah. Um, do you think it's going to go the way it's planned? Yeah, that's the, and I think that's what's going to be the thing that breaks the camel's back for the Cardinals. They got Cooper Cup back, and they needed Cooper back big time. And They're 2-3. and three. They're not the worst team in the world. I mean, it's not the best, but. They can win a capable ball game against the Cardinals, and they got their guy back. I'm going with the Rams. And then Monday Night Football with the Cowboys. Didn't pick. Oh, oh well, I assume the, the Rams. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. I just want to hear it. You okay. need to be on record. You know what? That's all. I'll give you this. I screwed up this one this week. Oh, yeah? I did. What would you say? No, I screwed it up this week because I've been skipping picks. As the guy doing the pick, oh yeah, like hosting the picks. That's right. I've been skipping the picks. Take your crown away. And so yeah, so there you go. There you go. There not you so go. not so rainbowish. Now. Yeah, Maybe but I'm still, per- I'm still perfect. I'm still perfect. Okay. Okay. Have you not seen Friday Night Lights? Be perfect. Oh, I've seen it about a hundred right. times. One of the party tricks. Another one that I can recite all the way through. Anyways. The movie or the TV show? Oh, the movie. TV show's way too long to be doing that. If uh, I'm doing it. that, you can punch me in the face. Like, I love the TV. I think the TV show's better, by the way. No, probably, but I can't yeah. recite it. If I was reciting the whole TV show, like I said, you could hit me in the face. Okay. It means I'm a loser. Well, Cowboys, Chargers, Monday Night Football. Guess what? Despite the fact that the Cowboys are in a whole lot of pain and a lot of people don't believe in them, they're still favored because Vegas loves the Cowboys. They're favored by two and a half on the road, meaning that is crazy. I don't know why they think that, but Vegas, you know, they know the, they, they are doing something right because they've built a paradise right. there. I think they like the Cowboys because um, I think they're waiting for all the big money to come in on that. Probably. And so they're going to probably move the line later down the road. But right now, as of now, it's two and a half for Dallas. What do you got? It's weird because the Chargers are at home, too. So you would think they would get the spot three, and that wouldn't be enough. to. That's weird. But, you know, the Cowboys coming off of a embarrassing loss to the 49ers, you think they'd have something to say, and they would make a point out of the Chargers. However, I'm trying to think of a way that, and I might be, you could call me my negative Nelly or whatever, but trying to think of a way for why I should pick the Cowboys. But I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't feel like it. I don't see it. Maybe next week after they win this game, we can have a different conversation. But I think the, I think the Cowboys are about to fall even and they're about to lose. And they'll go down to the Chargers and take a 3-3. Because, it is, book. because it is Monday night. Tonight, tonight being Monday night, and we have a long way to go before a week later. This podcast is doing 
much earlier than we normally do. I reserve the right to change my pick. What? Why do I not? You didn't say it. Oh, okay. You should <laughs> I didn't say put it. it out there. I'm putting it out I'm there. I'm not going to change my pick. So, <laughs> But right now, yeah. Mike McCarthy teams are 9-1 after losses. It's fair. Maybe 10-1 to one after now because of the It's recent. a good record regardless. They do very well yeah. after a loss. I think Dak Prescott has one of those games that is randomly coming out. <laughs> I don't think this is indicative, indicative, indicative yeah. of the rest of the season. I don't. But I do think that on Monday night, because Kellen Moore is across the field, yeah. and there's going to be a lot of built-up about that, the Cowboys will surprise people. Give me the Cowboys winning. They better, because I can't take an emotional situation of, in it, in it, Forty-two oh. to thirty-eight. Where are they going to get all their points, EA? I don't know. Okay, that's it. Forty-two to thirty-eight. Well, I think the Chargers win, twenty-four to seventeen. It's about where I'm going with this team. I guarantee you, probably by Thursday night, I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just. Well, we'll just wait and see if LVE comes back. That'll work, right? I, oh yeah. <laughs> We'll see if he comes back, and we'll see if. Uh, oh, then that case, who else? Um, uh, Turpin. They, yeah, name take take your pick. Turpin. Who else you want to go? Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, let's see if they all come back, like, and then maybe we can have a different conversation. All right. Well, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, the Cowboys really bummed us out. I this tell week. you what, I'm gonna be upset if Dak has a great game and then goes out the next week and doesn't do that. Like, let's what? have some consistency. Yeah, please. I know. Like, let's let's do that. But I think that maybe there is a chance for redemption. But they, we'll see. They need it. We'll see what happens. I'm just being the eternal optimist. You're being the eternal negativist. <laughs> negativist. Or pessimist, whatever there the word you is. Go. Well, it's the end of the road. We had a great we're show. the Cowboys, I know. I know. Well, the Cowboys, <laughs> you and I, we're all just depressed. <laughs> anyway, well, we got to move on, but hopefully next week we come back. The Texas Rangers are going to be in the ALCS, and you and I are going to be much happier people. Maybe I'll have a new girlfriend. What do we talk about if they lose and the Cowboys lose? We'll or... talk about my love life. Okay, well, that's non-existence. What are we talking about? Whoa, all what if things? I get a girlfriend tomorrow? What makes you say that? What if I get a hot girlfriend tomorrow? I, I, I'm, I'm talking about doubting you. I'm talking about mango bajangos. Okay. Okay? We could talk, we could talk about, uh, well, the Ares Tour is coming out. On that note. Oh, you know what, actually? I'm going to be note, in Austin for ACL. I'm good. I'm peachy. ACL weekend this week, baby. On that note, tell us where we can find you. Well, you can find you yawning again? No, uh, that wasn't a full yawn. Find me on Twitter at Crates and Branch, C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N-B-R-A-N-C-H. I will, because I'm doing photos this weekend, I will be posting photos of every set that I take pictures for, so be ready for that. I'm super excited. I love taking photos of ACL. The access there is really nice. And it's just a really easy festival, man. I'm so excited. The Foo Fighters, Kendrick, Odessa. Oh, it's going to be great. So you're taking a whole weekend off, I'm guessing? Well, I don't work on Saturday and Friday night. Are you going to come back Sunday? No. I'm taking that day off. Okay, so that's what I'm asking. I'm working, yeah. So I won't see you. I'm working, but I'm not working. So I'm not going to see you. You won't see me on Sunday night. That's true. You wouldn't see me anyways. That's true. So that's what I'm going to see you this weekend. Well, were you gonna see me anyways? Maybe you could have invited me, but so right. what? Oh, like you're gonna you're gonna go you can go to the uh, to the ACL festival. Maybe I would have if I had an invite. You gonna stand for twelve hours a day? Oh hell no! Yeah, okay. that's that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, I hope you had fun at ACL. <laughs> 
Should uh, be a good one. I'll also promote your uh, podcast. Oh, at the Beaver Boys, where we keep it real and we don't talk about holding calls and wow. stuff like that. Oh, that's that not like a shot. Daddy. That's not like a that's shot. That's two things at Daddy. I didn't mean and I'm going to put these. Like that. And I'm going to let Daddy no, know. No, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm letting Daddy it comes know. I'm letting Daddy know that you <laughs> called him out. Hopefully, Daddy will be on the podcast next week. To challenge you in your Longhorn that, I didn't release. mean it like that. I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I want a Longhorn inner fight. You we know? had to be a voice. Dropped an episode literally this morning. Uh, when am I coming on? I don't know. Whatever. Does your other podcast host like, know about me? I've told you this. We don't have any topic. Yes, he knows. But I don't have any like, like reason to bring you up all the time. Like, But you bring him up, so you should bring me up more. Because we're talking about the Longhorns. No, that's okay. You should bring me up more. Start plugging our show on the other one. You probably should, but that <laughs> you know that's I'm not going to get into that right now. We only do an hour. We know or so. that between us, I'm more of the promoter. And yeah, but I suck at social media. Unless it's about a festival, yeah. then I have to do it. Yeah. So it, it makes it a little you're easier. Weird. Anyway, thank you for telling us where you're from and all that, all that crap. <laughs> thank all you. right, you can follow me at EA Sports DFW on Twitter or X, whatever you like to call it. Of course, on Instagram, you can follow me at Eazod60. We do it for the gram. Uh, ladies, DM me there. Uh, and uh, I want to uh, promote BFB. Go find follow them on BFB DFW. It's the easiest way to find all our pro, uh, all our stuff. Uh, we are we do stuff every Wednesday night, so check it out. And of course, they do the Mavericks pre uh, post game show and Cowboys pre post game show. So go check it out. And uh, you can occasionally find me here on the ticket. And I also will be covering the ALDS tomorrow Congratulations night. Congratulations to you. Now, when you hear this, it had already been happened. Yeah. So Oh, whoopsie daisy. Anyway. Uh, all I gotta say is I love you guys. I'm sorry that it's been a terrible week, but hopefully next week will be much better. Let's be better. EA loves you, and Crane hates you. I didn't That's say it. that. Good night, people.